0: live from the DT Studios. This is Daily Turismo Radio, powered by EuropeanMotorWorks.com. Here's your hosts, Editor-in-Chief of Daily Turismo, Vince Barbary, and co-founder, Chris Florin.
1: Hello, Motorheads, and welcome to the Daily Turismo Radio Show, broadcasting live on TalkRadio1.com from our studio in scenic Gardena, California, home of the world's smallest airplane, the Spruce Duckling. Coming up on today's show, we've got a real live racer joining us in the studio. A California state senator talks to us about Smokey and the Bandit Trans Ams. It's a really, really good show, but before I get too far ahead of myself, let me introduce some of the other space cadets in the studio today. And on my right is co-host Seaflow, aka Chris, who rode here today in the back of a hearse. Why would I do that? What are are you talking about? Seems (laughs) like... <laughs> he look, looking kind of green. No, today. I drove a Miata today. A Miata. Oh. Yeah. Did you get the roll cage
2: in it? It's a bar. It's a roll bar. A it's roll not bar. a cage. Oh. Okay. Because right. it's still
1: a street car. That's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So next, I is... wasn't wearing a helmet. <laughs> no helmet. Good. Uh, next is producer Ben. Who? Um... Hey, hey, man. Have you have you been working out? <laughs> <laughs> a thumbs up. A lonely thumbs up. And finally, we have a special guest joining us today in the studio. He is Carl Redquist, a former former Formula Drifter. A current Pirelli world challenge driver a NASA endurance racer an engineer a father and a guy who has watched the movie spinal tap at least 50 times Carl welcome to the show pleasure to be here thank you good so uh, first question um, for a guy who wasn't born into some kind of wealthy family you know you're not part of the Rockefellers or the Kennedy's or something how did you get into some of the higher tiers of sports car racing that's something I ask myself, looking back at my, <laughs>
3: you know, what I've what I've done. But no, I've been I've been fortunate. I've been given some opportunities from people that had potentially the means and and so on, and needed a co-driver or something like that. And you know, it, one thing leads to
1: the next, and you do well, and 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 that's kind of how it goes. That's good. So 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 you are the talent, because in in racing, at least on like the. Uh, I'll say the middle tiers. You know, it's not Formula One, it's, but it's not like twenty-four hour lemons. In, in the the middle of racing, somewhere in there, right? Somewhere but in the, in the middle, middle of racing, guy. it seems <laughs> that it's either like a professional team that has all this money and sponsors and money to burn, and they hire some some driver who can drive, or the smaller teams where there's someone who pays their way in to to to, to race. Pastor Maldonado, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. <laughs>
3: right. So it's it's a it's a mix of that, and you go through your career doing a little bit of both. And uh, if it's not a big team like a manufacturer uh you could be lucky and land a a sponsor that wants you to represent them and and that's how you get paid um but then you actually have to pay a team that that's you know as an outfit uh to to campaign a car in a series and uh and you know if you're if you're good enough you can get the sponsor money to be bigger than what you're spending on the team and that's that delta is what you Earn or, or keep. That's as a profit, driver. baby. That's profit. That's profit, right there. Right there. <laughs>
1: what? Um, not that there's much profit in motorsports, but what? Um, or, or when did you get involved? How How many years ago did you get Nin- seriously involved?
3: Ninety. Well, ninety six is when I uh, really started to look at you know solo racing and so on back home in Sweden. And and in two thousand, I had my first opportunity to run a, a solo club racing championship. And so you know, pretty late in my life. Uh, you know, after driver license age kind of thing. So didn't start at seven with go-karts. Yeah. And uh, yeah, after that, there was some uh, opportunities to be part of a celebrity go-kart event where there oh, was, yeah. you know, big time drivers. And, you know, uh, during a week, people could qualify who were car enthusiasts and or, or just, you know, believed in themselves enough to go pay a little money to, to yeah. jump in a go kart and try and race, and instead of qualifying time, and I was uh, I, I was able to put the quickest time in, and at the end of the week, if you know, uh, roughly 1,100 drivers, so I qualified for the celebrity heat on the weekend, and and there I made it to third out of 32 now, drivers. Now,
1: in case you guys can't tell by the the accent here, but um, but Carl's from Sweden originally, and. Uh, so true. people in Sweden know how to drive too. I mean, this isn't like Los Angeles where everyone drives an automatic car. right? because <laughs> they're,
2: they're born driving Volvo 240s. So that's why they well, know how to
3: they're
1: drive. They're all <laughs> rear wheel drive and yeah. then came the
3: 740 and <laughs> it's like they're super dangerous when you hit
1: the throttle in the snow. And is it is it true that to get a driving license in Sweden, you need to pass a special test that involves like drifting a car in the snow?
3: There is no, no, not directly. Uh, m- I think that's directly. Finland. That's, uh, that yeah. sounds like a little myth, but you do have to drive, <laughs> you know, do a skid pad training. So wow. you do have to go and do a bunch of maneuvers on slippery tracks. That's good. Mm-hmm.
1: It's great. Here we just um, we we you training to make sure you're you know to use a horn and and not to use your blinkers. It's, <laughs> it's, that's, a different, smart. Different <laughs> it's that's smart. Different crowd. It's good. So uh, tell me a little bit about your what was your first car? What's your first experience with cars?
3: My first own car was a Volvo three four three. Um, and that is is
1: that a, a two forty no. based car? No, no. no, it's
3: not. It's its, its own unique thing. And it's seven Chevy. I think. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a they, there's a Swedish joke that doesn't translate well, but it's a Dutch failure basically. <laughs> Why don't you give it to us in, in the original Swedish? I liked it. And and tov <laughs> from so yeah. the, you know that does sound like an insult. <laughs> and and that like refers that. to yeah. to the uh, to the to the painter Rembrandt, oh, and and nice. the, the word rem uh, in Swedish is. Um, the, okay. the belt and the CVT automatic transmission, oh. so that's how it all linked up. It's very far fetched and it's and kind of it, an abstract. You joke. will not get it unless you're Swedish. Okay. <laughs> I can explain what it means, but it doesn't make sense. So that was, but I had a stick. I had a. Four, it was a four speed. A four speed. Yeah. Unique. Yeah. Unique. Wow. And this
2: is like a kind of a hatchback that smaller car that we never got here in the U.S. Um, but Correct. it was rear wheel drive, right? Yeah. Awesome. And a De deon
3: rear suspension yep and a volvo red block it engine? was no it was a no. Renault. it was a Renault uh, 1.4 little okay. one so the 360 that i bought as my next car because it was the step up that had a two liter volvo engine okay and and, and a whooping 109 horsepower wow yep <laughs> wow that's uh <laughs> that's and then, you know it's like else. a ford escort style kind of car right or, or what do, what do yeah it kind of looks like the british ford escort Correct. a little bit right mm-hmm. not like
2: the crappy front wheel drive one that we got here what did you right? have here you had a it was. All, they were all front wheel
3: drive. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it was. Yeah. Well, they looked like I think they were. Where are they front Wheel drive in Europe. A lot of them. That were That generation. Rear drive. The first ones. The the, the, the dog escorts. bone grills. Oh yeah, those know? are cool. Yeah. I'd love to have one of those someday. Well, but. but the three forty three was awesome. Just to, you know, just for like li- You know, you know, getting your first car, yeah. driving around, being speed right. and rear wheel drive. Yeah. I tried the handling limit once. Yeah. And and did I did you find g- it? The thing is that it wasn't powered enough to actually, a, you know, ever lose grip. Right. So I figured one day <laughs> I have to try to go faster into a Somehow turn learned. to really yeah. see like is there a limit and, yeah. and there and there was. But, no. but all I did was ride you know a dirt wall a little bit with the, with the rear tire and, yeah and it had a very short overhang in the back so
1: was, there was no
3: problem. You, fi- you figured it out and then I realized okay, it, it handles pretty good neutral.
1: And, and did you ever um, pull a uh, I'm gonna say like a Michael Schumacher from about like the Monaco Grand Prix in maybe 2007? Do you remember that when he parked it, he was doing qualifying and at the, he set a fast lap and then he parked it right at the, like in front of the main straightaway so no one else could finish their qualifying laps?
3: <laughs> oh, I wish I had. <laughs> That's a good strategy. Didn't you, yeah. didn't you say
1: that you had a um, an issue with the steering lock on that car? Well, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, part? yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't racing the car, but I was going, I was going to, uh, to, to, to the university where I was studying and. There had been some issues beforehand with keys that got, got misplaced, and I had to rewire, you know, bypass the ignition lock. Mm-hmm. You and, had to hotwire your car. Yeah, you know? so I had to okay. do that, and I had to get a starter button for the car. So I had that, and then well, I that drove turns the car it into a race car, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. almost. That and yeah. stickers. But you know, I knew where it was. There was a switch and a button, and I could drive it. And I drove it to to the university, and and I turned into the lot and all of a sudden the steering just locked like literally like just locked as i was driving in and and the city streets <laughs> you know you're coming down this road down a hill and in the middle of the street uh, there's these trams surface road yeah. i mean you know big trams right. and i'd be whooping by there you know 30 40 miles an hour that's not fast but it's still narrow streets there and and you're turning and that could have just happened literally like at any point in time when i was driving right right so what happened was that the whole mission of hot wiring it hadn't disabled fully the steering lock i drilled it out but not completely
2: (laughs) surprise surprise
3: (laughs) so yeah so i did block uh, everybody's opportunity to park their cars and get on time to 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 class and and nobody could get out um so yeah so i had to break the steering lock on the car and that sounds easy. And you've seen movies sure. and they do it so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
2: think a slide hammer is the,
3: right. the yeah. tool of choice in the yeah. movies. And I looked in my trunk. There was no slide no. hammer. No. No. So, <laughs> so that comes <laughs> in the standard 343 <laughs> toolkit. <laughs> Unfortunately. No. So anyway, so I put in a, a tire iron and, and, and I started to-, to You didn't just shoot.
1: walk to the nearest Ikea and get one? I mean, No,
3: it was too far. Okay. Otherwise, I would have gone. <laughs> and then I started jumping. And about 45 minutes later, I was able to- <laughs> You know, I was soaking wet and, you know, it was a massive 45 minute workout. And at that point, I could start to turn the wheel, park my car, and, and you know, go to the next class, <laughs> sweating. Um, but yeah, I, st- I still didn't manage to actually break the lock. I just bent up the whole steering column. So you just abandoned thing. the car at that point? Just left um, it there. Right? I, I mean, that's,
4: that's okay. I, right.
3: <laughs> well, a few weeks later, I got that 2.0. Okay. Yeah. 360. <laughs> five
1: <laughs> high speed, much quicker. So it was our preparation for like a. 20 second drive, and you're all sweaty, which which sounds a lot like Formula Drift.
3: It's very similar to the preparation. <laughs> and so I,
1: I bring just that up iron, because
3: changing tires,
1: changing tires. Well, just the idea. That was an of, awkward like, segue. Working hard, <laughs> try at, again <laughs> for hours at something. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden, doing that, the resulting the thing you want to do for you know a, a, a minute, few, uh, a few a brief few seconds, seconds, right, yeah. and then and then you're done.
3: It's like courting a girl. You know, takes forever before you you know actually you know get to hang out and. Right, you know, she responds and she's smiling at you.
1: Correct. Um, so, tell yeah. me, formula formula Drift, formula Drift. What was that? What was that like? Because you did that for two years, right?
3: <clears throat> yeah. So I, I did a brief visit in two thousand and nine, when when cars were still, you know, kind of you know five hundred horsepower, and, and the field wasn't that difficult or crazy. The builds were all right, and and at that time it went well. So so a lot <laughs> of guys that are you know the, the the big stars right now, I qualified right up there, and it was good. But then we were out for a few years. You know, budget and all that stuff. Sure. And and did some other racing. Uh so I came back then for twenty thirteen and fourteen. And of course the level was, you know, way higher and cars have developed They were making twelve hundred horsepower by that time. Yeah. A some couple, of them. Yep, yeah, yeah correct. Yeah. And like the entry level would be six hundred. So, you know, for some you know, well, you know, well educated friends of mine were like, dude, you're not gonna make it with four hundred and thirty horsepower or four hundred and fifty. I'm like, ah, I just wanna go and, and try it. And after the first event it was already okay, we gotta get a much bigger engine instantly. Right. Yeah. And so so what did you <laughs> run? Uh, so, I ran a 350C, the most similar car that you can buy today to a 343.
1: <laughs> <laughs> two, <The DN. laughs> it doesn't re- have suspension. a dd oh. but two-door two hatch,
3: you
2: know, yeah. kind of similar in style. And, and uh, Right at home. Can you explain for listeners why you need a lot of power to go sideways? Because yeah. when you first think about it, it <clears> seems a little <throat> ridiculous that these cars make that much power, but then... Yep when you when it's explained it makes Mm -hmm. a little more sense
3: so there's no power limit and the way the rules are set up is weight and tire size so normally in racing it's like weight and power right that's that's your limit and you know to some extent also tire type right but here it's just weight uh and tire so the heavier the car the bigger the tire you can have and if you have a smaller car you can have smaller tires right now you need to make sure that uh your car can keep up because you're doing something called tandem which is you're driving two cars and, and the follow car should basically follow the first car which is sort of a moving clipping point and you're scored Uh, on how how close you can get to
2: that guy without touching him basically right Uh,
3: yeah you know close and replicate the angle and follow him through the line of the course Uh, and when you're in the lead if you can pull out a little bit of a gap but also you know run a perfect score with you know know, very wide lines and hitting all the clips and everything that's that's where you gain your win uh, winning score as a lead driver um so back to your question if you're competitor you know has 10 percent more grip and adds 10 percent power he's going to leave you behind which means your follow run you're not even going to be close yeah and that's why everyone is oh we got to find more grip tune the suspension get the stickier tires because at some point so you can't even break loose the grip anymore so you might be now you need two three hundred horsepower more you right? might be at the same
2: you know drift angle you're just as sideways as that guy but you're not going as fast as he is yep. And you're judged on how, cl- how close you can stay to the fast guy that's in front of you. Correct. So, therefore, you need a lot
3: more power. Yep. Right? You need to that be able to keep up. It up. Yeah. yeah. And since they never capped the power, it, it just, yeah. you know. It even though it's old. not a race, it sort of is in that way.
1: Yep. Right? It's sort of like yeah. automotive synchronized swimming.
3: That's, uh, I heard that before. And uh, <laughs> what else did I hear? Ba- <laughs> ballet, <laughs> ballet, ballet? Figure skating. <laughs> figure, figure skating. Skate. Figure that's, skating, yeah. the, that's the analogy I like. Like I don't know. speed skating versus figure skating. Yeah. But, you know, if you look at a figure skater, you, you know, you can. Put this, you know, partner that he's dancing with up on one arm. Yeah, they're right. pretty yeah. strong people, oh, yeah, yeah. right? They're, they're just Plus,
1: not you meet lots fast. of girls in, in, in figure skating, right. too. If you're the man, you're yeah. going to meet girls all the time.
3: Yeah. It's just a
2: different type of competition. Correct. Right. Not, so to say, not to say it's, you know, inferior or anything, but it's it's not a race, but it's... No, it it's sounds, just, r- now, it sounds some like people, you're trying no, to make excuses No, I'm not. Ah, I, I'm, I know what you come mean. Off, no, man. no, what I'm saying is some people like to make fun of drifting. Yes. Not us, but some people do because it's not time because it's not a race because it's judged
3: i can recommend something but. if you're not really into <laughs> drifting and you are kind of one of those like i don't really like that yeah there is a really really good instagram account that's called Form- uh, formula derp <laughs> 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 that brings out the most ridiculous parts yeah. from formula All drifting right. into a funny social feed and it's 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 you know and they put them a cool twist on it i so- will i'll it's great for, if you just don't care for drifting at all, then go and get your feed of how, yeah. you, you know, how you can hate on it, but in a funny way. I will say that I wasn't really uh,
2: appreciative of it until I got a ride in a drift car with a really good amateur driver. And when I got out of that car, it was at Willow Springs on the, the, um, the big skid pad they have up the balcony, there. balcony. The yeah. balcony, yeah. And when I got out of that car, I went, okay, whoa, that takes a lot of skill. We were going really fast mm-hmm. sideways. That was cool. I can see why people like this and like to do mm-hmm. it. So,
3: yep. And um, that was one of the the reason I went in is is because I wanted to improve my skills for you know the type of driving that's done in in car commercials. There's a lot of right, drifting, it's, right. you know, little drift things, and that's kind of popular because it looks a little more dynamic and entertaining. Yeah, on screen, it's more exciting to I,
1: watch. I always like it when you see them drift like a Lexus or a Mercedes or some car that has traction control that can't be turned off see and and, 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 and an open, open diff in the back yeah. yep. and like an automatic it's like how that is was this a really good drive dra- it was re-smelling that's
2: how yeah exactly he <laughs> overrode all of that
3: yeah. <laughs> so it's funny i've been in shoots like that with with conflicting you know opinions from you know the director and the videographer they have this idea of what they're going to do and the car's going to come up and slide but then the client the manufacturer they're sure. like we can't do that. That's not that's not our, you know, profile and that's not yeah. safe and like you know and then and then she, you know, she would come to me and she would say, "Hey, Carl, are you able to do that with the car without modifying it?" I'm like, Mm. We, yeah, I mean, we can do a little, you know. Yeah. So we would I'm have like need
1: three more monster energies <laughs> <laughs> right.
4: and a flat and a flat. Yes, <laughs> <laughs>
3: so I and didn't I have that. So so what I what we did was we would put you know like eighty psi in the rear tires. Right. So for Swedish listeners, whatever that is, like five bar or six or something. That's almost, more than five bar. Yeah, it, it's crazy, right? And then we would you know. Yeah, we would try with, uh, with throwing sandbags in the back, and then you would do a little Scandinavian flick. So you mm. would start wiggling the rear end of the car, and the weight will just toss you around to where you want to go. Right. And and we were, you know, I was three wheeling an SUV, and they had to cut that entire segment out because <laughs> the SUV's not supposed to be three wheeling. <laughs> that might were, scare some customers. They were following, right? <laughs> and it was lifting. The, so so you know you ha- you have these different wishes and opinions, and, the, and it's and it's uh, yeah, right on. With, Sounds like fun.
1: Yeah. So, so that, That's uh, what
3: I wanted to learn more drifting. That's why yeah, I wanted the competitor.
1: Yeah, for to, like to, precision driving, stunt driving, driving, that type yeah. of thing, yeah. And that's what I was gonna ask you about on your website. I was looking, and this is CarlRidequist.com. Um, I was looking and it says that you're a saggy stunt, stunt driver. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't sure what that meant. So SAG oh.
3: is the Screen Actors Guild
1: Right, okay, yeah.
3: Actors uh, here sorry. Actors Union here in Hollywood Rice. and everyone, That's right, sorry,
1: we're in LA, everyone's yeah. an actor. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Everyone's an actor or wannabe actor. Or trying to, help. you know, I got lucky, I got got this uh, SAG card, um, which is hard to obtain, so I'm really blessed to have that. And that gives you the opportunity or you're permitted to go and do union jobs, which are, you Ooh. know, the ones that give you residuals and so on. Yeah. That When they're on, on screen. That
1: sounds better than just a... An average, an average the, non-union job.
3: The South Park guys can make fun of you. The <they're> union, sure. <laughs> see, the union is a good thing when it comes to acting, right? I guess.
1: Yeah, the residuals. Yeah, that's yeah. that's sort of out of our wheelhouse. Um, all right, uh, we're going to talk about what it is that you drove outside because we want to talk about what, what cars you're driving these days, what you're, what you enjoy driving. But first. According to my producer, Ben, who's, who's waving some things at me right now. Frantically waving. Like yelling at me. And, jumping up and down. I, it's, just, it's strange that you jump up way ahead of when we were supposed to take a break. But apparently, uh, this is the time at which we are going to take a break from the radio show. And when we get back, we'll talk to Carl for a little more.
0: You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. Here is this week's Blue Glove Tool Review,
1: brought to you by DailyTourismo.com. Check out your credit cards and open up your toolbox, it's time for a blue of Tool Review brought to you by Daily Turismo. Uh, for today's review, I want to talk about a item from Harbor Freight Tools, the place where you buy a tool, and you usually end up fixing it before it works correctly. But today is an item that you're not going to work on. It's the one and a half ton compact aluminum racing floor jack. that has a rapid pump feature. Uh, it's it's made by the Pittsburgh Automotive, the, the company that makes a bunch of stuff at Harbor Freight. Uh, it's cheap, which is it's always a good thing. It retails around $119. Usually it's on sale for about $90. And you'd be an idiot to not go there with a coupon. Okay? Because you can get those 20% off coupon in the back of magazines. And even if you don't subscribe to magazines, because you're a cheapskate, what you do is you head to doctor's offices, you go to uh, urologists and chiropractors, and you... you you go into the waiting room, you don't even talk to the reception, you just open up the magazine and sit there and you pretend like you're waiting for your appointment and you start going through the back of the magazine you yank out these 20% off coupons. You get these Harbor Freight coupons, you go there and you buy this aluminum racing jack that'll jack up your car in three and a half pumps and it's aluminum so it's lightweight, you can pull it around your garage, you can put it in the back of your car without breaking your back um, and then you don't have to go to the chiropractor, but you got his coupon anyway. To get this tool, head over over to DailyTourismo.com, click on the Harbor Freight link, and go buy it. But don't worry, we won't tell your wife.
0: Welcome back to Daily Turismo Radio.
1: Hey, Motorheads. We're here at the Daily Turismo Radio studio, and we're drinking some beer. Oh, there you go. You got it. We're here with, uh, I can't even break the top (laughs) of the bottle off here. What what are we drinking? We're drinking uh, Estrella Estrella Jalisco. Jalisco. There it is. And um,
2: Vince, where did you get this beer? Tell us
1: the story. Oh man, you know I um I head over to this local market. It's uh some hole in the wall. I don't even know the name of it. The Green Market or in something. Gardena. In Gardena. Yeah, it's in Yeah, it's in Gardena. It's, it's like
5: it's, Farmers uh, Green or I don't know. It's like yeah. right, right. It's the it's across the
1: street from the. I don't know. It's across the parking lot from oh. the um. We ha- I think we have a call coming in. We, That's we do impossible. Have a call do in. we actually? Can we accept calls in this radio uh, show? Yes, we, I think can. we can. Hold on one second. Okay, turn it in. See who's who's calling us here. Daily Turismo Radio. Hey, uh, this is Vince. Mike. Yeah. Hey, no, n- no problem. Hey, Mike, we're um, we're actually on the air right now. We're live. That. Well, you you're, are on. You're, you're, you're on. We answered the phone. You're on. <laughs> 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 good good the world we're, is good We're this uh the, the other voice this is vince um and the other voice you hear is chris my uh my co-host um and then hey mike big fan here great to yeah, have you on we're big fan we've got another guy we've got a racer a guy who uh drives for a living here in the studio with us uh carl ridequist he's he's here as well pleasure to meet you big fan too do you uh do you have a minute you want to talk to us <laughs> hey, this is,
4: This is perfect. <laughs> that's but
2: but that's got into a tiny bit
0: of you can hear my Oh. But, um, but, but Mike... I just th- got into a better cell phone service. I thought I'd give you a call and catch up with you on uh, Let you know what's happening in the world of wheeler dealers.
1: Yeah, but Mike, that's impossible because in Southern California, it never rains. Apparently. Is. Isn't that why
2: you came here from England? I mean, come on. Uh, what, to what escape are you doing, man? the
0: rain. <laughs> yes, I mean, today, so awkwardly, like I was in the darkest part of Wales today, just <laughs> off the east off the east coast of england honestly i've never felt so miserable in my life and oh, uh, bear in bear in mind i was driving today uh, a 1916 cadillac type 53 and it's an open top car there's no uh, no doors no sides nothing it's just a a very useless windscreen in front of you <laughs> and the elements and uh, today I've, I've certainly earned my money today because I've been pounded by this weather, but it's been exciting.
1: So so is that a car that you're 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 wheeling and dealing for the for the show?
0: It is. It's actually a car that I'm competing in the uh very much like Carl there, the racing driver, I'm competing in the uh, uh, two thousand and sixteen Peking to Paris rally, so all the way oh, from wow. the Great Wall of China uh, to the Arc de Triomphe in Paris in a nineteen sixteen Type fifty three Cadillac
2: literally 100 years old.
0: 100 years old this month, actually. That's amazing. Yeah, so, uh, wow. Yeah, it's, the, it's a great car. It's the world's first production V8. Uh, so it's got a V8 engine. It's the first car ever produced with the pedal box in the correct configuration, wow. which is clutch on the left, brake in the middle, and accelerator on the right. Uh, so it's a thoroughly modern car. It's the first car in the world with an electric start. And it runs just like Cadillac 100 years later obviously we've rebuilt it and we've got it rally ready uh, but it runs and drives absolutely beautifully and uh, we've been through it today you know the brakes have been troublesome and we've had some fueling issues uh, but it's the kind of stuff we're going to be facing when we go through mongolia through russia so uh, we was doing running repairs we china on the side of the road today and uh, we we got through it we got through the whole day and the car survived wow so is
2: this like a test run then for the rally
0: it was, shakedown, shakedown. Yeah, it was the shakedown. Yeah, the shakedown for the rally.
2: And does Ed get to ride along with you, or does he have to walk?
0: Well, no, Ed's going to be riding along with me. It's okay. nine thousand miles, so uh, it's kind of the kind of mileage I don't want to be doing on my own. Uh, I need to share it, so both me and Ed are going to be doing the driving and, and swapping around when he, each of us gets tired.
2: And, and was this the was this the Cadillac that they said was the first where you could actually interchange parts between one car and the next? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's from
0: 1914, so I think 1920, the mid-1920s, they produced this Caddy as a, a, basically as a chassis uh, with an engine. And people had them as uh, sedans, as open-top tourers, Uh, lots of people have uh, delivery trucks. Um, All kinds of vehicles are based on that chassis and that engine. And it was very durable, you know, it survived for many, many years. Uh, and it comes in lots of different shapes and sizes. So a lot of the parts are interchangeable with, with other caddies of that era.
1: And and so the one you have is open-top. It's a Roadster?
0: It's a Roadster, yeah. In fact, it's very open-top. It's got no doors either. <laughs> and, so it's just two and, seats. It's and, two seats that sit on top of the chassis uh, with a a cow that covers us at the front and a, a stand-up windscreen. It's a, kind of a real... It, it, I mean, it looks heroic. It's what they call in the, in this rally, uh, the Peak to Paris rally, they call it a pioneer car because it's one of the first sort of pioneer cars that ever did this kind of epic adventure. And that's why we chose to do it, because if we're going to do this rally, we want to do it in the spirit of the pioneers who did it originally all the way from 1907.
1: And so you're going to be driving through Mongolia during monsoon season in a roadster.
0: Correct her. This sounds <laughs> yes. like a fantastic idea. I know I I've, I've done some really <laughs> stupid things in my time, but this, yes. is, uh, this is this is up sound, there with them.
1: Ha, have you seen the movie The Great Race?
0: I have. You, yes, this sounds exactly
1: this is the, you you are you are the great Leslie and uh, Professor Fate will be right behind you.
0: <laughs> exactly that. And uh, you know, both me and Ed, we've got the correct attire, i.e. the the racing goggles, the leather helmets. You know, we're going for the full ensemble uh, to try and get, the, you know, we, it wants, we want to look right. You know, when we uh, arrive at the stops at the end of the day, hopefully to have a gin and tonic, we want to look like we're in the correct attire as well. So uh, it's going to be quite an adventure. I'm very, very excited by it. and very much looking forward to it.
1: Okay, well, you'll either melt and rise above it or you'll be invincible like the Hannibal 28. So. <laughs> Uh,
0: correct, yes. Oh,
1: okay, so so Mike, while we still have you on the phone, um, I wanted to ask you, uh, going way back to, to your early days of Wheeler Dealers, um, what was the first car that you guys ever worked on together?
0: Okay, so the first car we ever did on the show was a Porsche 924. Many people think it was a, a, a Mark 1 Mini, um, a little green one, but actually it was a Porsche 924 red one. And uh, that was many years ago. We started off the series 13 years ago, uh, where we would buy cars for just a grand, uh, flip them and kick them out the door again, uh, with just a thousand pounds, which is about $1,500. And we, we did that whole first series, really know it, not knowing uh what we were doing, truthfully, how <laughs> like to put our a car show together, <laughs> and really not knowing just, you know, what was in store for us, you know. that uh, 13 years later, we're still making it. It's now, uh, Discovery Channel will tell you, it's now the biggest car show in the world, with over 200 million viewers in 217 territories. So uh, we're, we're very proud of the work that we've done and the success we've made at the show. And that's due in part to people like you, the fans that watch it. And it's stuck with me and Edo and our adventures over all these years.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I've been uh, watching it for years. My uh, my, my son, who's uh, he's going to turn nine soon. Um, he uh, he knows you guys, and he's he's been watching you guys since he was a, a little tiny baby. So I have to say, it's yeah, it's, I mean, it's,
6: it's refreshing
0: uh, there, there's too. A, some, there's some really funny bits about that. We do have uh, we do some live shows. Me and Ed do some live shows. And there's a lady that, uh, well, a couple of ladies that have appeared with their husbands at live shows. And the first time we meet them, he's standing there with, you know, his pregnant wife. And now we're doing these live shows and we're signing autographs for that 13 year old child. And we're going, wow, you know, we've known these kids all their lives. You know, every year they bring their kids back, uh, you know, when they're one, two, three, all the way up to 13. And it's kind of incredible, you know, that the show's been running for that long. and, uh, And it's, it's just growing every year. Both me and Ed think, "Well, this is it. You know, this is the end. This is the last year." And every year, it just gets more and more successful. And uh, we're flattered by it. We really are.
2: That's <laughs> great, Mike. It's it's refreshing too to watch a show like yours where there's not a lot of manufactured drama. There's there's good stuff for car guys to watch, gearheads like us, where you're really getting into the meat of uh, fixing up a car. It's it's the kind of thing I want to see on TV. So, thank you for, for continuing to do it.
0: Oh, um, uh, it's, it's a pleasure. And, you know, it's real. You know, we, yeah. we, it's real. And that is, uh, you know, we do get, obviously, from, uh, you know, our bosses or the network, you know, sometimes they'd like to inject a little bit of jeopardy. They'd like a, you know, a little bit of drama and, you know, to, to give a bit of excitement to the program. But if it's not there, it's not happening. And me and Ed aren't going to inject that into the show just for, for, for laughs. You know, we... Uh, we <laughs>
2: oh, Mike, you
0: still there. Yeah, I'm still here.
2: Sorry, we lost you uh, a little
0: bit. Both me and Ed really do buy the cars. I really do go and search for them. Uh, I really do bring them back to the shop. Uh, Ed really does do the work. Uh, we have an off-screen mechanic or two. We have either Paul or Phil in the previous series, and here in America we've got a couple of guys that help us to get the stuff that we can't do on screen um, in time so they do that off screen for us uh, but that's it, you know, it's it's me diving in with the tools when the camera's cut, it's sometimes you'll see the sound man uh, when the camera's cut, diving in with the wrenches and and, and helping out, or the cameraman and uh, it's genuine, it's all real we spin that car around and I really do sell it at the end to a real person, and uh, you know, it's it's not fake. We don't try to inject any fakery into it whatsoever. And I think that's part of its success. You know, that and the fact that me and Ed have always said that the real star of the show is the car, not so much us, it's the car.
1: Yeah, even if it is a 1,000-pound a, a, a uh, Porsche 924, it's a star.
0: Correct. And, th- and it should always be about that. And I don't want to speak ill of other car shows or other shows out there, uh, but some of those shows are all about the personality and about the person driving the program. Uh, me and Ed will never think that way. We still don't. We're still the same guys we were 13 years ago. You know, we still look at the car and go, "Wow!" You know, we're are so blessed and lucky to be working on this vehicle and, and actually get paid to do it. You know, and it's all about giving that car the respect it deserves. And and I think that's what the success and possibly the secret ingredient of the success of the show is that we always inject the car into it before us.
2: It sounds like a dream job, really, to be fair. So, that's awesome that you guys can keep doing that. Um,
0: well, we were- it, it can be. Uh, today it wasn't a dream <laughs> yeah. job. I mean, by the time I get home tonight, I would have done a, an 18-hour day and uh, come home with, I don't know, some kind of illness or another. So, uh, yes, it's a dream job, but sometimes it You know, we're burning the candles at both ends. We've been in that workshop uh, many, many occasions until two, three o'clock in the morning, just getting those cars finished and turned around. And that happens on a weekly basis, but you know, we do it because we love the cars.
2: So speaking of uh, loving cars, Mike, I'm sure you've probably got some uh, interesting things in your own personal garage. Anything, Anything good you'd want to tell us about?
0: Yeah, no, we've got some very exciting cars in our personal collection. Uh, both me and my wife Michelle, uh, we've been working tirelessly at, at making this program for the last 13 years and before that I was doing other car shows on UK television. Uh, so over the years I've got to drive, test and use anything I like really you know and to have all my car collection has been on screen. you've seen it all you know everything from that 924 right up to this Cadillac. I've got to experience it all. but there are some cars that are worth picking out and keeping and uh, buying the the equivalent version to keep for myself. And uh, both me and my wife fell in love with the 67 Mustang Fastback that we did on Wheeler Dealers. So we went and bought the same car uh, and we did a full nothing bolt restoration for that car. In fact, it was so good, the restoration, it's currently being used by Ford in Europe to promote the new Mustang. They are using our car as the heritage car. (coughs) And, of course, if you've got a 67 Mustang Fastback, you need to have its rival. Uh, yes. So me and Michelle bought right. a 1968 Camaro SS RS uh, 396 4-speed. Uh, again, we did a full nuts and bolt restoration of that car, and it sits proudly alongside the Mustang. Uh, we've recently just finished a, a turnkey, again, restoration of a car that's making headways now in the world of Porsche uh, and their values are increasing faster than a uh, a Project X launch to NASA, you know, a NASA launch (laughs) and that's the uh, the Porsche 912 Uh, those were cars that were much under love for many years Uh, many people passed them by uh, but now because of all the 911s have been sucked up and they've all gone and their prices are astronomical the 912 is next in that list and fortunately i'm aware of what's happening in the future uh so we uh, uh, we bought one of those and um, we just secured a, a wonderful ferrari dino 246 gt uh, 1972 uh spider uh, plus we've got some other bits like a Bedford a van um and some other stuff that actually my wife is sitting beside me and stuff that I really don't want to talk about on the radio <laughs> because she doesn't know about it yet.
1: That's uh, I, I wouldn't know anything about that. We um, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. talk about that. Uh, uh, well, anyway, um, Mike, Kate, hey, uh, we really appreciate um, you joining us for uh, the you know a couple minutes here, and we can hear you driving in the car. Um, any? Uh, do you have time for one last question?
0: You can ask me as many questions as you like. I'm yours.
1: Okay, all right. So, um, I've been a, a big fan. Like I said, I've been a big fan of the show. Watched it for years. Um, and I have to ask you: Is has Ed China ever physically assaulted you for any of the cars <laughs> that you brought to his <laughs> workshop? <laughs>
0: well, you would think you would think he's come close a few times. Yeah, I've walked in the workshop and seen a wrench thrown across the workshop or a. A cup of coffee or, you know, some some nuts or washers. You know, they've certainly been in the air as I've been in the workshop, uh, but not aimed deliberately at me. You know, Ed Ed, uh, understands that, you know, cars can be very frustrating. Uh, You know, I have a great relationship with Ed and with cars. uh, And I genuinely think I'm a car whisperer. You know, I talk to cars; they talk to me. <laughs> and um, I, I, I say, and I say this to Ed, and he completely gets it as well. You know, some cars they come into our workshop and they open up; they open their arms up to you, and they beg you to be rescued. They 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 undo easily every nut and bolt. Right. It works. Every thing that comes off that car is a joy to take off. Everything cleans up everything gets repainted wonderfully and the whole car can't wait to be put back together and get out there on the road again and live on for more generations to come for people to enjoy it where other cars come into the workshop and they are Mike Tyson (laughs) <laughs> they don't want to be restored at all. They want to go to the scrapyard in the sky. They just want to put up a fight, and they won't come apart. They'll break every tool we've got in the workshop. They will bruise their knuckles, they will scratch us. they will fight us. And at the end of it, when we finish them and restore them, they will still give you a hard time and break down on the test drive. And, then- and that is the world of cars, and that's why we love them. And, and- that, is, that is a problem that Ed China has to face every day. And he appreciates the fact that some of them are good, some of them are bad. But at the end of the day, we love cars, and that's why we love putting them back on the road.
1: Okay, well, that explains some of Ed's gray hairs these days. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't be responsible for all of that. (laughs) Uh, Also, you know, at the end of the day, you know, some of the stuff that you're going to see in the new season that's coming up uh, that starts very soon is uh, we're going to put a lot of me... Six in the cars on screen. Oh, in wow. the past, you've not seen you've not seen me doing that, and you know I've done it for years. Uh, but now, you know, they've decided to turn the camera on me, which is good. So you're going to see a lot more of me getting my hands dirty and cranking those wrenches, and uh, uh, you might even see me sprout a grey hair or two.
1: That's uh, we're we we we're all looking forward to to seeing that. <laughs> Fantastic. It's going to be fun. Okay. Hey, uh, Mike, um, really appreciate the uh, guys who, if you're listening to the show, this is the, you're listening to uh, Mike Brewer from uh, Wheeler Dealers on Velocity channel here. Um, Mike, we really appreciate your time and, and calling us up. Um, we'd like to have you back on the show sometime maybe when you aren't driving a car.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. I'd love to come down to the studio. Uh, you know, maybe go and have a beer after, come down to the studio and I can talk cars as you can hear. You know, I can talk cars till I'm blue in the face. So it would be an absolute pleasure. Um but yeah, please do.
2: And what time is your show gonna be on uh the on the air here in the US when it does come back on?
0: Oh that's a great question. <laughs> at the moment it airs, the new season airs Monday at nine PM in the UK and across Europe. So that's Monday, uh, May the 9th. The US used to follow quite a few months after, but in an aim to bring the US and Discovery Channel across the world closer together, that started to air wheeler dealers, I do believe, at the beginning of July. So the new season is not too far away. It's only about six or eight weeks away from being on your screens right here in America. And we've got 16 new shows for you.
2: Wow, okay. That's awesome. Good That's we're, amazing.
1: We're, we're looking forward to it.
2: Thank you again, Mike. Well, it's a,
0: it's a pleasure, and it's a pleasure to do it for you.
1: All right. Thanks, Mike. Take care.
0: Okay, then, guys. Well, good luck, and uh, I hope all your listeners uh, enjoyed that, and I look forward to catching up with you soon.
2: All right. All right. <laughs> Drive safe.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Mike.
1: Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That was uh, Mike Brewer from, from Wheeler Dealers calling us up Um that was not scheduled in our in our show. So. That wasn't
2: scripted, folks. <laughs> that that's the kind of crazy things that just happen around here. That's live there, Car- Carl. Are you are you still
1: <laughs> awake? Car- Carl's real quiet
3: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking up this uh, great race here from uh, Peking to Paris. Are you are you going to do it? You hey, think? it looks pretty awesome, but I, I'm kind of have a concern about if we're going to actually see him come out of Russia. Yeah. Are you <laughs> going to buy a 100-year-old car? I'll
5: do it? that race with you if you want to do that race, Carl. <laughs> all right. But, let's find but, the car. But, but we, I get to pick the satellite station that, that we listen to. for oh, okay. The entire soccer all, all the time. <laughs> 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 just,
2: just talk radio. That's all you can listen to.
5: Excuse yeah, me. for 9,000 miles. <laughs> 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 Sir, we've 9, had too many of these
2: YouTube. Estrella Jalisco's here, and I don't think Vince told the story of uh, oh, how man. he got him, but maybe yeah. that'll have to wait for another time.
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I wanna know if that that car that Cadillac was from nineteen what, what sixteen. Is 19, yeah, 100 16 years, years old. old. So they're gonna drive that nine thousand miles with no radio.
2: I, I guess I guess not. Um you know. You got the wind in your face and the rain on your head and the bugs in your teeth. Bugs in your teeth and all that. <laughs> I mean, it awesome. sounds awesome. Yeah. I would yeah. do it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you'd do it for a while. I, I mean that yeah, sounds like I mean, a how, long See, see Flo, seriously but, I
5: mean and you you guys are you guys both you guys have all raced. Yeah. I mean how long are you? How much seat time are you spending in one day on a race like that?
2: Well, on a race like like Mike's doing, well, yeah. it's this the whole, It's a, like the is, whole day. It's not I a mean, their cars It's probably well, yeah, not like that quick. A,
5: at a time. Yeah. Are you? Are you like? Are you only driving for three, four hours at a time, or and then your what co-driver we've done, takes it? What, I mean, that's and, what we've done. But okay. Yeah, these guys run.
4: These
3: guys run 456 or 500 miles in a day on the longest. Yeah,
2: yeah with yeah, that kind of, I mean, what's the average
3: speed on that thing? An older car that's well, going to take a while,
2: right?
1: And and also it's with the, the road conditions in in Mongolia, yeah. wherever they're driving, could be really bad. And yes. you got this 1916 suspension. You have to sit on a hemorrhoid pillow for <laughs> most
5: of the time. I, mean, I was going to say, yeah, I don't <laughs> expect the road conditions in Mongolia to be very good. Probably <laughs> I mean, not it's just the me. strong suit of
2: the <laughs> roads no, there. No. I, a, I'm looking forward to that. I hope there's a TV show or or something uh, about that adventure that they're about to go on.
1: It presumably will air on the, on the Wheeler Dealers, but if it doesn't, then I'm, I'm sure they'll she'll sure do something with it because they're, they're yeah, going to they, have to.
5: Yeah, there's got to be some sort of special coming out or something about That's that. That's good. All right, so back to back to Carl. Carl. Um, um, we, we will got, ta- we <laughs> will talk to Carl
2: again in a minute, but we actually have to take a break again. Man, I was going to ask him um, another
3: question. No, we can't ask. Yeah, you know, we will.
2: We what? will ask him I can ask
1: some more questions about the Factory 5 GTM. You That's can, but and not I'm going to answer
3: after the break, and everybody is going to be very excited to hear it. They're, they're going to wait right. through this
1: break? They're not going to change the channel? No.
3: There Are is you no, sure? There is no other channel. It's exciting.
2: Hey, DT listeners. Seaflo here with a little bit of a uh, word for our sponsor, European Motor Works. If you are into Volkswagens, Porsches, anything air-cooled, anything European or American for that matter, head on over to European Motor Works, it's a shop here in Hawthorne, California. His number is 310-644-8048 and they are a full-service machine shop. They can build a Volkswagen Type 4 engine for you in a GIF. They have tons of engine cases and uh, heads and anything that you want to do, they can do porting. line boring, they can build engines, they can do valve jobs, Uh, go to them with all of your air-cooled needs, and whether you're installing the Type 4 engine into a bus, a Porsche 914, swapping it into a Beetle, uh, maybe you want to make some sort of crazy light aircraft that's Volkswagen powered, I don't know, I mean, whatever you gotta do. Um, But they are also a full service machine shop, so if you're local, If you're in the area and you need some machine work done that you can trust, call George. He'll he'll hook you up. Uh, Again, that's European Motor Works, George Rodriguez, europeanmotorworks.com, Volkswagen Type 1 and Type 4 engines, and his phone number again is
4: 310-644-8048.
2: And don't forget to tell him DC Radio sent you when you show up, and uh, you know, he might give you a discount. He might not. He might punch you in the face. Uh-huh. We'll see. You know, it'll be fun either way. European Motorworks.
1: Hey, DT Radio fans! That was a uh, word from one of our sponsors. Uh, and we're actually we lied when we went out. We're not gonna um, talk to Carl Moore. We're actually gonna take a. Uh, A pre-recorded segment that we did with a senator, um, Senator Ted Gaines uh, from the California State Senate, talked to us a little bit about a um, uh, a smog bill. And we're going to play that segment now. And when we get back from that segment, we'll talk to Carl a little bit more about about racing. So here's that segment. All right. Uh, Hello, Motorheads. We have a special guest joining us today via phone. Uh, He is a California state senator representing the 1st Senate District and is sponsoring a piece of legislation that will make fans of late 70s cars giddy with excitement. Uh, Senator Ted Gaines, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today.
6: Absolutely. Thank you, Vince. I appreciate it.
1: Excellent. So, okay, my first question is, um, Senate Bill 1239, what does this mean in in plain English, something that a a guy with some grease under his fingernails can can understand?
6: It basically gives you the opportunity to keep your classic collectible car from 1976 to 1980. Uh, Right now, if you cannot pass smog... Uh, you can't get that car registered uh, it can't be driven anywhere uh, you you might as well sell it in another state and so we're just asking for the ability of a car collector with a car in that age range um, to get an exemption in the event that they can't pass the smog. It does have a requirement that you'd buy classic car insurance, which would vet the the car that would be used for uh, shows or for the parades, or just driven sparingly
1: yeah yeah I, I i read through i actually i i went through and i i read through the bill um which uh you know i i don't understand everything that uh <laughs> laws, laws can be very complicated but um it it looks like a very uh logical and good step um to helping out uh guys who have these seventies classics
6: absolutely i i I think there are some great cars in that era i, I Think of uh, Smokey and the Bandit in the 77 uh, Trans Am. It's <laughs> yeah. a great car. Uh, the 280ZX uh, Datsun. Uh, there's a nice uh, Porsche Turbo in that era. I mean, there, there's a lot of great uh, cars that uh, people ought to be able to collect. I mean, many times these are uh, uh, an individual's favorite car, maybe uh, the first car that they were able to own. Uh, back in the 70s, and uh, we just want to give them an opportunity.
1: Yeah, you know, if I would known about this sooner, I would have held on to this. I had the 78 Saab 99 EMS. It's a real yeah. oddball car. I, I sold it uh, maybe about a year ago, and honestly, part of the reason I sold it was this sort of anxiety about this biannual smog inspection and knowing yeah. that something as simple as a, um, a fuel line that looks old and, and I can fail for it and I can't buy new fuel lines for that car Oh, gosh. It's, it's an oddball, and so there's there's things that um, like the um, where you're not gonna have emissions problems, you're not gonna pollute more from it, but you fail the visual inspection because a part is old. Okay, that part is old. This is a you know a four yeah. year old car. Yes, <laughs> it's old. So um,
6: absolutely, and there so, ought to be uh, some flexibility. I I think when the um, exemption was initiated originally, it was supposed to roll over from year to year so each new model year would come forward a year and that did not happen and really nothing's happened on that for years and so i was really thrilled that we were able to get it out of our first committee hearing and that was a challenge in and of itself Um, i was able to work on a bipartisan basis and get uh, a couple of democrats to help me get it out of transportation committee Mm -hmm. and the bill is now moving to appropriations next monday so i would I would love to have your your listeners and viewers uh, anything that they could do to to help uh, call the senators uh, in Southern California if they if they live in the senator's district. We'd love to have them give a call and 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 just tell them how important it is to move forward uh, with this legislation for uh, car collectors and enthusiasts.
1: Okay, so um, I was actually going to ask you about that. Um, so we are. Uh, it's come out of the first committee, and now it's going on to the transportation committee. Is that right?
6: Well, we got it. We got it out of transportation, and it's moving to the appropriations committee, and that will be next Monday. That is the ninth of May, okay. and uh, so uh, you know anybody that wants to help out could give my office a call, and we'll direct them to the right senator to speak to. Uh, my number here is area code nine one six six five one four thousand one. And uh, we're going to have to get those calls ramped up quickly uh, because of the Monday hearing.
1: Okay, all right. Yeah, well, hey, we will do our part and try to get the word out because the more people that um, help out and say, hey, I like these 70s cars and I want to see them on the road, the, the better. Um, Absolutely. And so then, my I, I apologize, my understanding of the political process is pretty limited. I try to get that little black bubble to be filled out all the way when I – when i vote in each november but um
6: good for you what what?
1: sometimes that's harder than it it sounds too by the way
6: well i'm glad you're voting that that means you're engaged that's very very critical yeah
1: i'm usually looking for some oddball third party candidate that has something like you know faith healer in the description or horse whisper okay
6: i'm
1: I'm an oddball anyway uh, uh well we're here to talk about cars not politics so um what um after that what's the next step what's the um what does it take to become law
6: well, we've got to get it out of appropriations. If it doesn't come out of appropriations, the bill dies, and we're, we're done. Okay. So uh, that's why I think it's important that uh, individuals that live in some of these key senators' districts that are on the committee, so for instance, Senator Lara from Long Beach uh, okay. is the chair of the committee, and we need car enthusiast in the Long Beach area to call his office and say, hey, this is critical. It's so important that... Exemptions are allowed on these these cars that are so important uh, to us. And uh, Senator Mendoza is another one in Southern California who is on the committee. We'd love to have his support.
1: Okay. All right. Well, this is good. We'll I'll be sure to um, put up something on the website as well about that. But um, anyone listening to this this uh, radio show, um, you guys have your marching orders if you want to see these things. Um, so, uh, Senator Gaines, my uh, next question is, if you were to if this bill passed, um, is there anything from the late 70s that you personally would want to own and drive?
6: I, I would love to have a 77 Trans Am. Yeah, the, the Smokey and the Bandit, the black with the gold lettering would be cool. If
1: you want the giant, um, like the, the thunder chicken on the hood and everything. That's
6: right, yeah. And uh, a 280Z, I think, would be another uh, fun one to to own. And um, I think the, those values, are, from what I'm reading, are starting to come up a little bit more, I guess, more in the 240Z area, but I think it maybe continues to the other uh, versions, the later versions. Um, You know, there's the uh, Mustang uh, pace car uh, that was used for the Indianapolis 500, which I think would be a a nice one to have. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, there are a
1: number of cars that sort of span the 75 through 76 model year, and Mm -hmm. you see a huge drop in value and collectability when you hit that 76 and not just in California, but but nationwide, because of the California um, market being sort of depressed arbitrarily yeah. by that that difference in um, in, in cutoff, and right. uh, like the BMW 2002, the last year they made the 2002 was in '76, and those are worth a yeah. lot less than the earlier ones.
6: Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you know, to have a government mandate uh, determine valuation on a on a collector car, which. We know it's not going to be driven very much uh, because of its status, the fact that it is a nice, collectible car. And, you know, we want to be, you know, I've always been um, careful of our air quality. I think that is really important, but we're not talking about uh, a huge impact. This is a very minor impact. Cars that are maybe driven a couple thousand miles a year. And, uh, I mean, one forest fire in my district would quadruple the amount of emissions from tens of thousands of additional cars in this era uh, being uh, collected by individuals.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you, you'll you get no uh, dispute on that with me. I mean, I, I, I love fresh air as much as the next guy, and I know I don't want my kids breathing uh, from someone who's rolling coal out of a big diesel or something, but yeah, um, yeah. these cars, and, and that, that 78 Saab that I had, you wouldn't want to drive it every day um, due to the sort of the reliability and some of the other issues with a 70s car yeah. anyway. Um, and so it's more of a collector. If I put a thousand miles a year on it, I was lucky.
6: Absolutely, and there's it's so fun going on uh, just the even Auto Trader, uh, Classic Auto, and checking out a lot of the cars that uh, people like. You know the mm-hmm. the, um, the Corvettes and the Mustangs and the Camaros. Uh, you know whatever whatever you're into, and a lot of those cars are very low mileage, and these are individuals that bought them, I think, more as a weekend car, and ultimately we're just wanting to hang on to it, maybe even keep it in the family to the next generation, and they're just in pristine condition, and um, with these requirements, uh, we just need to provide a little more flexibility for the late 70s uh, through 1980 vehicles.
1: Sure, sure. So, Senator, it sounds like you, you are a car guy. Did you grow up with
6: cars, or...? I did. I, I grew up in the muscle car era, and I just remember uh, a lot of really cool cars as a kid. And I think that's what <laughs> gave me the bug. And and uh, I've been. A, I'm a Jeep guy too. I've gone through several um, uh, CJ5, three, CJ7, uh, Wrangler, Wrangler Unlimited. So we we take our our, our jeeps off road i've done the rubcon trail which is in my district uh right. four times over the years and uh that's a whole another aspect that i really enjoy
1: yeah wow good that's uh hey a real a real car guy in in, in politics this is uh <laughs> we're uh we're, we're happy to hear of that because um it's uh it's it's good to, to hear someone that that appreciates cars and and classics and um isn't just uh, gonna you know take Uber and the bus everywhere and so.
6: Oh, that's, it's a, it's a great opportunity to to relax and yeah. focus on things that uh, you know that are important that and and are you know give you joy that it's something that's fun to do.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. It's a hobby. Yeah. It's a it's a hobby. A right. Pastime. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Um, now you've got. Uh, I was reading the web- Your website. You've got like six kids, and some of them are getting older now. Any of them into cars? Any gearheads in the mix?
6: Well, I've got. Um, I got my kids. Uh, are really love jeeps, okay. <laughs> so and I think it was the influence of just taking them off road a lot of bit a lot when we were, when they were growing up. And so I've got a twenty year old son, and he's. It's really my jeep, and he wants to buy it from me, Uh-oh. but uh, he's. he's <laughs> He's dri- he's driving our Jeep Wrangler unlimited and wants to take it on the Rubicon with me, so we're looking forward to that. Um I've got another daughter who just loves driving. Uh she had a Jeep, but now she's in a Subaru because of uh gas issues and commuting. Sure. <laughs> but um Hey she's yeah, trying she's trying to save
1: the planet. This is important, huh?
6: And they and then what's really neat is they know how to drive a stick, you know. So I've got my two my twin daughters who are the oldest that uh, can drive a stick, they can uh they can go over the Rubicon in our Jeep and they can even uh back up our uh, water ski boat and uh do it really, really well.
1: Well wow, and everyone everyone says that the kids don't drive and don't care about cars these days, but uh that's obviously obviously not true.
6: Yeah, that's right. They're those are millennials, so absolutely. Gotta gotta make sure the tradition continues to the next generation.
1: Yep. Okay. All right. So, um, Senator Gaines, just getting back to this bill, um, what's the 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 important things? The sort of the, and and this actually came from questions from uh, from our website. Some some guy asked, um, sort of, what are the pressure points? Who's up, down? Um, and and what are the the next things that we can do to really help
6: out? I would do. I I would call the. The members of that appro- appropriations committee, uh, the Democrats, uh, I'm pretty confident we've got the Republicans lined up, okay. and um, so I would, and we could, we could provide you the senator in your particular district that serves on that committee. So, um, probably the more critical ones uh, for Southern California would be Senator Lara,
4: mm-hmm.
6: and that's the Long Beach area, and Senator Mendoza, I think is more L.A. Uh, centric and uh, mm-hmm. and if you or if anybody would like to give us a call, nine one six area code six five one four thousand one, and we can tell you which district you live in and and direct people to make the right calls. Typically, a legislator will listen to their constituents and they'll keep track of how many um, calls they're getting on a particular piece of legislation. But if you're calling outside the district, they just it's just not that important to them.
1: Sure, sure. They're, they're they're looking to make sure that their voters are happy, right?
6: Yeah, they want to. They want to know what their constituents think in their district.
1: All right. Well, um, I think that this uh, the Senate bill is going to help out in terms of keeping some of these classics away from the, the crusher, because uh, you'll see a lot of the late '70s cars are sort of disappearing from the roads and disappearing from the people's minds, especially with uh, sort of arbitrary smog smog laws. But um,
6: right. Right, you know what would be helpful, Vince?
1: Yeah.
6: Um, if you've got ideas, or your listeners do, in terms of the arbitrary aspect of what it takes to get through smog, mm-hmm. uh, that would be very helpful for me and for policymakers in general. So when you know when I hear it doesn't pass a smog test, yeah. you know I get that. But if there's a visual inspection like you described, and that is that could preclude you from passage. Uh, that's a whole other area that we need to dig into and look at.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's it's funny. There's actually a guy named, his name, I, I, his, I don't think this is his given name, but Sneaky Pete uh, made a comment on the website about, um, he he was asking essentially you, uh, Senator Gaines, um, if you approve the current CARB-EO approval process, and this is for aftermarket parts, um, and it's too expensive and labor-intensive for companies to deem it worthwhile for low-volume cars. So this is when yeah. a, a company wants to bring a new part that, will actually help emissions, whether it's an ignition component or a or catalyst, and they want to be able to sell it in California, there's this really complicated and expensive process to do that.
6: It's very um, challenging, and I've I've been very vocal about trying to get CARB more accountable because, let's face it, it is a bureaucracy, <laughs> and uh, these are people that are appointed, so they're not elected officials that are making decisions. now. I must admit, though, that SEMA has done a a good job working with CARB on a a partnership basis Mm -hmm. to help uh, move product through uh, more efficiently. It's a fairly new program. I learned about it when I went to the SEMA show, and um, I'm hoping that we're making some progress there, and that's an area that we're just going to have to continue to work on. Um, It makes me wonder, though, with the... Uh, advent of 3D printers, um, you know, are we going to be able to solve some of these part problems on a small volume basis that could satisfy the need of the car collector? But then the next step is you have to make sure that CARB's okay with that part, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I will I will continue fighting that fight and trying to make progress in that area. And uh, we'd love to have suggestions uh, on how we can improve the process.
1: Okay. All right. Well, um, folks on the on the listening on the on the radio show, thanks. Um, that was Senator Ted Gaines, uh, Senator, thank you so much for taking time uh, to talk to us about Senate Bill twelve thirty nine. Thanks for looking out for us, car guys. We really appreciate it. And we're you very, bet, Vince. We're very excited to keep some of the seventy classics seventies classics on the road and away from the crusher.
6: Yes, and make those calls. It's critical. All right. Thank you, Senator Gaines. Thank you so much, Vince. I appreciate
1: it. Okay. Take care.
0: to Daily Turismo Radio.
1: Hey, Motorheads. We're still here in the studio. Um, How about that smog bill? How about it? Pretty exciting stuff. We're back live now.
2: Um, Thanks again to Senator Gaines for doing that interview with Vince. I'm sorry I wasn't there to...
1: Chime in and make fun events during the interview. <laughs> I'm sorry you weren't as well. <laughs> um, I uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to talk for another maybe thirty thirty five minutes just about that smog bill about some of the minutia associated with it. <laughs> we're going to get really deep into it. No, not really. There's some. There's we some. Are, I actually have it on the wall, of the studio. I'm showing it to to, to Chris right now. It's quite a. It's actually, it's pretty short. Anyway, um, what? No, that's all. That's all. Bill, uh, <laughs> the bill. No. The bill.
2: Uh, no, we're still here with Carl Redquist. And we are still going to talk with him more today. I'm back. Live.
1: That's right, live. But um, before
2: we do that, we want to make sure to thank Mike Brewer for, that's for right. calling in. Thanks again, Mike. That was uh, that was an awesome little impromptu interview there. Guys listening on the air, that was not scripted. Uh, Mike Brewer from Wheeler Dealers really did just call our show. So Yeah, I have no idea how he got our <laughs>
1: number because I'm pretty sure it's unlisted. I but maybe it was a prank call. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. You guys uh, are welcome
5: for that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah so, yeah. Um, Factory 5 GTM. So, um, this is a, a kit car, and Carl, this question's coming to you. Um, so, and I asked you, so, do you really feel safe driving at 200 miles per hour in a, v- in a vehicle that uses a VW Beetle floor pan? <laughs> 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 so, no, I would not feel comfortable
3: doing that. So, the good news is. So, that, why do you do it then? So, so this isn't. <laughs> and that's the pretty oh awesome not. thing. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so so this company, Factory 5 Racing, they're based about an hour south of, uh, of Boston. Out on the East Coast, and uh, they they were formed in '95 as a startup and started building a unique uh, super sports car, uh, which is uh, called the Factory Five GTM. It's a mid-engine car, uh, but it's not based on a Beetle platform. It's their uh, oh, come their, on, yeah. <laughs> so it is their own unique. <laughs> I said, yeah, uh, See, frame. people are all devastated with that. Yeah, aren't you? yeah, <laughs> yeah like, you're really disappointed. I, mean, I, know. <laughs> I know. I mean, maybe you can just your t- a- you're trying to say a- it's better.
5: I thought
3: <laughs> no, it I what, at what? Chris, Chris, at what? It's, it's different. going we're, fast. We're, we're going to go with different. Yeah, it's definitely better, better going better, fast. Better okay. It might not be well, better at uh, is, you know, so that's rusting okay. through or other things. But you know, it's, sitting it's,
2: immobile it's in one spot for long periods of time. <laughs> Correct. Is it better at that? No. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> don't think so. This is you. Know.
3: So so I like what it does and it really changed the uh, the the kick our industry in a way. It's it's uh, more of a manufactured Car that's borrowing Isn't, components from. Yeah, don't
1: they? they don't call it kit car anymore. They call it something else, right? Like um, it's like a it's like a low volume. It's a components car. <laughs> there you, there go. you go. Something okay. like,
3: that. like that. And what but components? It's their, own, it's their own chassis, right? That's their own chassis. They use proprietary design, and they use just some the, parts. the suspension and engine off of a Corvette. Right. Okay. And, yeah, uh, that's. I
1: was going to ask is what's the the
3: donor vehicle is what year of a Corvette? Uh, it's the C5 and C6, nice. whatever year that makes okay. it 20, yeah. 2003 year and, and up, or something like that. Okay, and and you drive one of these? Is that right? Yes, yeah, so I had the uh, the fantastic opportunity this year to to get connected with uh, a family up in in Northern California. It's Richard and Yvonne Migliori. They're huge uh, fans and car fans, and they have this GTM that has evolved over the last several years from, you know, the product that you will buy and assemble into yeah. a full-blown GT race car with roll cage and mm. huge slicks and a awesome. uh, sequential gearbox from Mendiola transaxles down in San Diego, Yeah, which is, by the way, the best transaxle I've ever driven, best really? sequential I've ever driven. Wow. And, and I've driven some pretty that nice European... That is based on a Volkswagen Beetle, however. That actually <laughs> is. That <laughs> yeah. is a true story. It's it's an awesome <laughs> transmission. and, and <laughs> These guys are laughing, but that <laughs> really is the truth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, <laughs> it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> if the people
5: could just see how you lit up when you said <laughs> yeah. that, i so happy about it. I it's the like, connection I got there. it, I got it. I brought it back. Yep.
2: Yeah,
3: but it's not on a Beetle 4 plan. No,
2: and I don't think it shares any actual parts with Volkswagen the transmission or transaxle. But we're gonna have to go to their it's the website. Same. You're you're, you're racing concept.
1: with the NASA Endurance Race Series.
3: Correct. So, okay. So, with this car. Yep, and uh, this car just finished a third in the twenty-five hours of Thunderhill, which wow. is a huge thing back in December. Yeah, and and it's a you know seventy car starting, and it's the race of the races in NASA. And and do you race the full Thunderschleife?
2: The Uh, the
5: five-mile course?
3: So the 25 runs on the three-mile course. Right. So they haven't expanded
4: it because a couple
2: years ago the the course was expanded and mm -hmm. now Thunder Hill is
3: the... I think the longest road course in North America. Is that right? Yep. They still do that on certain club days and, and track yeah. days. But um, it's too, from some, it's not too suited for, for competitive, right. very competitive racing. Right. So they keep the three-mile course. Speaking
2: right. of uncompetitive racing, <laughs> I was able to do that full course in the 24 Hours of Lemons in our motorcycle-powered MR2. That was actually a Guinness World the, Book of Records set, a setting event for the most number of cars in one road race. And I got to drive in that. So that was... Wait, how many cars? Fast? It's like two hundred and fifty or oh, something. Oh wow. yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a lot of cars. But when you're out there driving, because it's so long, and, it's and a five hours. Well, and the biggest attrition rate as well. It's two hundred and fifty yeah. on
1: lap one. It's about hundred and ten on lap, lap two. Yeah, so, yeah. and that's I was true. one
2: of those that didn't make it to
1: lap uh, two. Uh, Unfortunately, we got okay. back out there, but you know. That's how it goes. That's racing. Yeah, and and so who is the team <laughs> that you're racing with? So Especially it's uh, the Black Iron. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, That is literally how it goes. So not, you're you, not racing for Black Iron Racing. Who are you racing? Not for? racing. I'm racing for the
3: the Prototype Development Group. That's the people and the you know the start number historically and this car has been number four, so it's PDG four for short. Yeah. And um, yeah, they they've been around for several years. They won the USTC Championship last year, so that's a sprint race championship as well. Wow. With uh, with uh, driver Mike Holland. Uh, who's still on the team, but he's, he's letting me drive the car this year, and we'll do the 25 together. And they also have won the NASA Endurance Series the last three years in a row. Wow. And so, what,
2: what kind of a um, stint time have you done in an endurance race? Like, what's your longest stint been?
3: So, um, that would have been well, the longest single stint is about two hours and 25 minutes, yeah. and it's with this car because, you know, the, the way it's designed with fuel economy and, and, and fuel tank size yeah um but other than that i've had you know back to back stints i've been running four stints in a row oh wow but shorter stints so okay. you know f- something like four hours and 20 minutes yeah uh, but then a totally different car oh, but so, also in the so, 25 hours
5: so carl you really are qualified to do that um the china to paris race that we were talking <laughs> yeah, about yeah. <laughs> right i mean yeah yeah, yeah.
1: 16 days no of riding around some rickety old uh jalopy I,
2: I would just want to do it for like the leather goggles and the and the that scarf and, and the gin and the, and gin and the gin and tonic gin and, and tonic at the, at the i think probably that car's But you just enough wait at the end and it could run on gin yeah. and tonic probably you just you know. order the drinks before we show up but
1: just pour it in now the question is would they let a volvo into the race a 240 <laughs> how old they? does it have to be to qualify for the race
2: uh i don't think the volvo first one volvo like 19
0: 1927
3: <laughs> the the <laughs> ov4 i think the, the first one so, okay. Yep. So, anyway.
1: enough with Volvos. Um, <laughs> I, uh, well, we yeah. have a street studio. Yeah. I'm going to yes, talk about it. Volvos. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, I know.
2: This is true. Ja, no. Jag kör en uh, langsam bil. The Beetle, yeah. You, no, You drive Volvo. a slow car. The Volvo. Okay. Okay. You drive a slower car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did I say yeah, that I had, right? I don't know. Yeah, you said it right. Okay. I could I have it's the good. Swedish meatball plate and maybe <laughs> <laughs> some of the hot dogs with chips? That's it. That's the Ikea court. They give you fare. chips. Okay. Yeah, they give you little chips. Well, yeah. they have they have chips. a local flavor. Soft pretzels. It's, it's yummy. Too. Soft pretzels. I like the lingonberry stuff too. It's that's a really the good. Place. The lingonberries are good. Yeah. they're that's,
5: great. Uh, if you
2: miss that, get it. <laughs> this is culinary <laughs> that's moment that's brought to you <laughs> by Daily Turismo <laughs> Radio. Yeah,
5: we have yeah. we, gone way <laughs> off track here. <laughs> we went fast. So uh,
1: <laughs> now you you have been doing this NASA racing, but then you've also been in the Pirelli. Uh, World, challenge. World Challenge Series. Yep. And what do you what are you driving around that? So that was a Nissan three hundred and fifty Z that I actually drove in the twenty five
3: last year. So I wasn't driving the GTAM last year, but that's when I got to know the team a little bit. Uh-huh. But I drove the three hundred and seventy C. Things went well, and and the team invited me to come drive in uh, at the Circuit of the Americas in Texas in the season premiere, and that was pretty awesome. It's spectacular, to, you know, event really well run and really exciting, and it's sprint racing forty minutes. Yeah, it's really close racing. It's like you you know you go with your friends to the go kart track, right? And you'll be yeah. just neck to neck the entire time, bashing into each other. And yeah, we try to avoid <laughs> that because yeah. you know go karts right. can take more of that than <laughs> real race cars. But actually, uh, and it the- is super fun. You're just driving your heart out all the way to the end, and wow. you know. But it's a lot of learning, so it's hard to come in as a as a new guy. Yeah, because you need to know how to manage the tires over the course of the forty minutes. So if you burn them out in twenty, you're gonna be way behind for the next twenty, and it's you got to make best judgment. And, and it turned out pretty well. And is that with Road Race Engineering? That was with uh, CA Sport from Utah, but I had crew from Road Race Engineering come support with my car. So that was kind of part of the deal that, that, you know, I, I would be allowed to run their second car, but I needed to have some people with me that could also support it. Okay, all right. And sometimes yeah, deals a... are very unique. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine. You know, it's funny. Do what that, you got to do. Right? You do what you got to do. Circuit of the Americas, Coda. Every time someone says Coda, I think of that failed electric car company, Coda. Coda, yeah. And I just, like, just yeah. kind of get this, like, no, like this, like, no. like I make this face, like, Coda. Yeah, Circuit
2: of the Americas is a uh, very nice Formula One track super
3: awesome to race on. Yeah. Super fun, but you know, it's it's <laughs> tough on car setup. It's really tricky in how you set the car up right. and it will really penalize you if you can't take, you know, get speed onto the two long straights that are on. So what,
2: what is it like going through that that uphill uh, straight into turn one and then sharp turn and down the hill? Uh, How's the
3: that like? the Down the hill is just pretty natural, but the uphill and the braking, is yeah. like, it's it's like, it's nuts. It's ridiculous how late you can brake. It's yeah. like you, you're, you're driving so deep in there before you brake that it's it's probably you want you want to break you
2: want to break but you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't and finally you do is it kind of like yeah Yeah. and then
3: and then you're like I'm just gonna try to drive even deeper and and hit the brakes and you're still making it still works yeah Yeah. it still works so that's what I did in the first uh, race when I when I just you know grabbed a couple of spots right away people started breaking I just kept driving yeah and I was still good because it it really I kind of did the day yeah but I didn't hit somebody
1: he didn't hit someone in the first race he didn't hit Vettel no, uh, but Vettel the moved. Sec- no, in the second one. He was going to hit Vettel. The most so Vettel recent Vettel moved. one. Yeah, yeah, the most recent one. <laughs> the right. last race yeah.
3: in Russia, he did hit Vettel twice. Yeah. Yep. And the first one was very much like that. Yeah. Yeah. Vettel kind but of it
1: deserved hit... it though. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> just, <he's>, uh, <laughs> you no. know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it, <laughs> was it was a brutal assassination. He was just driving and like he just it got hit from off. behind. Yeah. It was terrible. Terrible thing. So who's your favorite Formula One driver then?
3: Oh, it's a really good question. So, I'm a, I have been a huge fan of Lewis Hamilton for a long time. I know that's kind of like... All right, cut the mic. Get him out vanilla. of here. <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> vanilla answer. But you off. Gotta give Turn the off. guy a hand. Yeah. Give the guy a hand where he's coming from and, and what he's done. It's, he's he's pretty awesome. But then I really like Jensen Button. He's got fun. some nice tattoos. Here's a fun fact about <sighs> Jensen he Button. Too. He <laughs> goes biking on, on our boardwalk here where near we live. Yeah, because he has a house right. in like yeah. Malibu or something. You well know? or something. He so. always comes down to Manhattan Beach and Hermosa Beach. And
1: don't 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 tell that in the air. Don't my wife tell is my listening wife to this. Theater. Yeah, I mean it's just this <laughs> is really fun.
3: And he's like doing that Hermosa, <laughs> but he never announces it until after like sure. he came second in the Hermosa Beach triathlon or whatever. Yeah, just to spare time yeah. and you know whatever. So cl- yeah. But there, there's a there's a load of really awesome F one drivers, I think, in this generation that are all really champion material. And and that's fun. It's a fun time
1: to watch F1 in terms of you know the driver pool. Um, But then, yeah, it's more exciting than. I I mean, I I honestly, I didn't start start watching Formula One until probably ten years ago. And it was a little bit boring when it was like a Schumacher or, or, or Alonso. And it was just two teams would just, they'd be a second ahead of everybody else. Yeah. And it's so, it's, it was it's boring better again. now when it's
3: only one team that's seconds ahead. Right.
1: <laughs> well, last year and the year before were a little bit boring with Mercedes just killing everybody. But it's, it's, it's just g- a sign of great engineering. Right. <laughs> this this right. is true. It's true. You're, you're lucky Audi <laughs> doesn't have a Formula One team because they would just kill everybody. They would <laughs> just make everyone going to watch something else.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Audi's too so, focused on uh, Le Mans. That's right. they will never give that up. Yeah. yeah. Well, they w-
1: better not. And Porsche's Porsche's doing are they doing well in the Mans? I haven't yeah. been paying but attention. They
2: won last last time. Last year. Yep. That's pretty okay.
1: That's okay. Did they yeah. have um Jack <laughs> and one again? They have Mark Webber. Mark Webber? Yeah. Mark, yeah. Webber. <laughs> Mark Webber. Mark Webber. Mike. Yeah. Okay. Right. What,
5: wait, are we, wait, what are we what are we talking wait, uh, about next? Here? Car, Carl, since you're actually <laughs> like a real race car driver when the when the Porsche track opens up right here by the freeway, will you be able to get us on there?
3: I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs>
5: I don't know. Right, never I right. mean, uh, actually, so, sorry. If we he's all a, go by you know, know. 924s, are we so, then eligible to ho- drive a I, I hope. Track? I mean, I wish, you
3: know, that's what I'm going to do.
5: <laughs> yeah, so I- Because no. I'm not, I, I, Vince, I'm not going to be happy until we have a guest that actually can get us on the track. I know, and I, I know... On here, that track. We, On that track, yeah. Because yeah, it's right down the road That's some kind of us. a
1: seedy neighborhood around the corner, so hey. you could probably, people could, could actually get onto the track. Like, you could, like, <laughs> you just get someone to club just through, climb yeah. through the fence. Just snip
2: the chain link fence, and we'll just right. drive in and yeah. just take a few laps. yeah. Uh,
1: and Anyone? so, actually, if anyone's listening to the show, and they can help get yeah, us onto the that track. track. <laughs> that's an if, <laughs> if anyone's listening to the show at this point. We've had a crazy show tonight. Uh, some pretty awesome, some unscripted things. You know what? We're gonna segue into Seaflow's news. Wow. Okay. Wow. Is, that, uh, is that
2: okay? I thought there I was know, some yeah. sort of fancy um, yeah, song no, for CFlow's no, no, news.
5: No, no. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I could sing <laughs> if you want. <laughs>
2: okay. So this is a little segment we call Seaflow's news. Or headlines, uh, however
1: you want to, you know, I, refer actually, to it. I want Carl to do it, a a drop. I want him to do <laughs> the, this is Seaflow's news and like the best Swedish American accent you can get. Can you do it, and then Ben's gonna record it, and then for future episodes, well, we we'll are just play recording.
3: That. So go ahead. Maybe. Oh god, there's gonna be Seaflows Thanks.
2: That was a little creepy, but uh, I'll go with it. Um, so first, first up in the news. <laughs> Is the uh, EV and autonomous uh, <laughs> car news that everybody's talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, You yeah, have my seat. Um, so Google recently signed a deal with the uh, Fiat Chrysler FCA for to make these robo vans that are going to, you know, patrol the streets and, and rule most of the cities in the, in North America pretty soon. Uh, these are minivans that are going to be built as as test cars for autonomy. Uh, between Google and Chrysler, so that's in the news. Um, also in the news is Lyft, the uh, the the car, uh, the the uh, taxi, you know, whatever that's it's called. Pink mustache Uber. Pink mustache Uber, uh, <laughs> otherwise known as Lyft. Uh, they made a deal with GM to make these Autobot Bolt taxis. So the Chevy Bolt, Ooh. the electric car that's coming out pretty soon, they're gonna they're gonna have within they say within one year you'll be able to hail an autonomous taxi to come to your door, pick you up, and take you wherever you want to go. And there will be a person in there just as a fail safe, but he won't be doing anything.
1: So you He'll still have someone you could something. mug. You could mug someone still if you, you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's still again, a guy sitting on his cell be phone while like, <laughs> like, driving. It's, like, yeah. it's like a city worker. He'll be right? Facebooking. It's
5: like a city worker wearing one of those vests just The orange vest. And yeah. 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 yeah.
1: But he's going to be naked otherwise. Or a suit. I don't really <laughs> want to know.
2: But <laughs> the other thing, GM bought this company in San Francisco called Cruise Automation because they're so good at, at autonomous car programming and software and stuff. Um, so... I thought it'd be funny because eventually you could be getting a lift from a Chevy Cruise via lift programmed by Cruise, Automation. Should we get a drum roll there, Ben? Is, <laughs> that, yeah,
1: a, yeah, yeah. is that? No, I
2: mean a rim shot. That's called I a don't rim know. shot. That's not a drum roll. Um, anyway, enough of cars that we can't drive because they're autonomous. Um, Toyota recently showed a concept of a GT86 shooting brake, which I thought was brilliant. I just saw that today. It looks like a little, like, half-scale Ferrari
1: FF. Now, a but shooting brake is what Elvis does when the Pantera when doesn't the stop on the dime? Brakes don't work,
2: yeah. <laughs> no, it's a two-door wagon, so it's oh. just a kooky... We don't uh, just call that a hatchback? No, it, no because it's, it's, a, more wagon. it's a more... Yeah, it's not a sloped back. It's more of a square-back wagon. I, you could call the original Volkswagen Type 3 square-back. That's a shooting brake. It's oh. a two-door, and it's a wagon. Oh. Meh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, you are I want a huge nerd. Thanks. <laughs> yes, I am a huge nerd. Thank you, Triumph the Insult Comic Talk. Uh, <laughs> he's here in the studio, too. It's a crazy night. Uh, but yeah, I want Toyota make, to make this because I actually have thought about making one myself out of a Miata because they're cheap. But, you know, take a small, fun little car and turn it into a little wagon thing. You know, a lot of welding. It might look pretty awful, but have you seen plastic? <laughs> have you seen the the wagon
1: vets that people have built over the yeah, years, little, like bread we, van just, type?
2: Yeah, well. Maybe a little better executed than those. Oh. <laughs> there have been some good Mustang uh, bread van shooting brakes that I've seen over the years. Anyway, uh, and Mazda actually just showed a uh, fastback retractable fastback version of the Miata called the RF, and I I think it looks great, but I have to question whether it'll be actually better than the soft top Miata because. It's heavier, it's more complex, but it doesn't offer you any of the actual like rollover and strength benefits of a fixed roof hardtop car. So it looks like one, and that's cool, but it's not. So I kind of feel like, not really, you know, the jury's out on that one. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. yeah, good analysis. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> good analysis. Okay, um, so in the racing world, uh, Ford. Their new GT finally won a race. I say finally, but it's only—it's only been a couple races. They won their class at, uh, at at Laguna Seca this past weekend in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. Um, they won it basically on fuel economy with a one pit, a one stop race in a two hour endurance race, and uh, so an Aussie driver and a Brit driver won in America in an American car that's assembled in Canada, but. <laughs> But still, you know, bald eagles and all that good stuff.
1: And that's a (laughs) twin-turbo V6.
2: Yeah, that's a 3.5 V6 EcoBoost uh, mid-engine Ford GT, the racing version of the street car that they're going to sell eventually. Um, And uh, it's run by the Chip Ganassi racing team, and the engines are done by Roush Yates that do the NASCAR engines for Ford as well. So it's it's nice to see that.
5: Now, how big of a deal is that, really? I mean, in the racing world, it's it's kind of a big deal (laughs) because
2: (laughs) Ford hasn't really been in top level racing for a long, long time. I mean, they've done Indy, they've done Formula One a little bit, but it was so long ago. They've gotten out of all that. They've gotten out of all that. So this is kind of their their um, you know they're coming back into top level racing, and now their next race is Le Mans in June, twenty four hour Le Mans. And they're going to have a four-car team. There's two cars that run in Europe and two cars that run in America. They're both going to run this. Uh, both teams are going to run this race. So that will be exciting. And they're trying to replicate the victory they had 50 years ago. So anyway, uh, yeah, are there, that's what, it what, for what are CFO's their chances, News.
5: What are their chances?
2: Well, they're not going to win the whole race because they're not in the fastest class. They're not in the prototype class. Um, so but they're can not win their class. Can they, can they win their class? They right? could win their class. It's possible. Yeah.
1: I'll be rooting for them. Based on the fuel economy.
2: Because they are. Yeah, they're fat, they're fast enough. Uh, so it's basically down to, um, you know, are their drivers good enough? And they and they seem to be pretty good. Um, and does the car, is the car durable enough to last that long?
1: And, well, and also, and, will some hack, a privateer in a Ferrari just like bash into you? That, down, yeah, down you the straight? yeah, you can't plan for that, right? Yeah,
5: well, I was going to say, how much of a coup would it be if Ford did win their class? I mean, being that they've been out of, you know, all this top yeah. level racing for so long.
2: I mean, yeah, they'd have marketing material that. That they can only dream of right now, right? <laughs> so, you know.
3: <laughs> anyway, race okay. so uh, on Sunday.
1: That's news. Hey, SeaFlow, that was some that was some great news there. Uh, all right, so we've still got some time on the show. Um, we're actually going to open up the phone lines. Whoa! What? If any of <laughs> you guys, um, if anyone is interested in if calling, anyone's in, still awake? Right. And so we're going to open up the phone lines, and then we're just going to um, see what happens. Well, we're going to see what happens, and we're going to keep talking about other things. And if yeah. someone calls, we'll answer the phone if not. So I'm going to tell you the phone number right now if I can find it. Uh, the phone number is area code 424-260-2822, and that's area code 424-260-2822. Hello, you're on Car Talk. <laughs> I'm
2: such a fan of Car oh, that's Talk. I, I, that's like the only talk is, radio I ever listened to not, other this, than Tom Likus. This is Dr. Fraser Crane. Yeah, yeah I didn't I didn't watch Fraser really, really that much. But if we could ever be like one-tenth as good as Car Talk, then I would be happy because that was an awesome show. Yeah, just,
5: so would I, C-Flo. <laughs> yeah, so would I.
1: I know we're not there yet, <laughs> and I won't pretend that we are. <laughs> if you can turn into my like Italian brother, that would be just awesome, right? That would be, and have Boston accent. I would be. I do have an Italian brother actually. Uh, so where well, is he then? He's, <laughs> he's back east somewhere these days. But um, all right, so uh, while we're waiting for the phones to ring, which they're clearly off the hook. Off yeah. the hook there's. I'm going to blame it technical difficulties of doing calls in for for, our, for this segment. Um, we are going to do the 10 second car review, and
2: Carl is the main contestant on this game. So,
1: he better pay attention. What do you win? <laughs> the you know what you win? Glory. You win a, uh, a t-shirt from Estrella Jalisco. <laughs> so, I get to take it back? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you're, so, the, you're taking my t I just gave it to Ben. So, okay. Let me, <laughs> all right, cool. I'll take it back. You guys asked me. You've asked me a couple times well, about this Well, first, you got to tell me what the challenge is. No, no. I want to tell the story about the beer. Okay. About how I got All the right, beer. Tell the beer story. There's a bucket. So I walk into this this little tiny grocery store that's just right down the street in Gardena here, and um, I'm heading to the beer aisle, which is kind of this like small aisle that's like one way kind of aisle. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's I think it's to reduce theft, and it's what? right by the cashiers. Go down, go down that aisle. And exactly. You can't come back. Well, right? it's, it's it's very narrow, but it's got refrigerated beer. Okay, and this is the beer aisle, and normally there's you know a few people buying beer in it, but that's it. Well, today there were two women. Okay, and they were um I, I I wouldn't say that they, they were dressed kind of oddly for women that would just be in the store shopping they looked like they were trying to get attention okay mm-hmm. and they had um buckets and that's right here this metal bucket and yeah. uh t-shirts and if you bought a 12 pack of estrella Jalisco or of bud light they would give you a bucket and a t-shirt and they explained this to me as I'm com- coming up and then they want to take my picture and put it on facebook or instagram some, something for some kind of social media campaign and somebody wanted to take your picture
5: well th- th- i don't know this is like to give the bucket away i don't know actually, actually they just went. oh
2: carl's looking it up now to see if your story checks out
5: no one no one actually believed there was a white guy in the store that's why they took your picture <laughs> yeah.
1: they may, may have been it um but i did um agree to this lady said and they were they were nice um and they were they were friendly and i agreed okay fine i'll i'll buy this beer and and that's what I did, so that's why so we are drinking. So they peer pressured you into buying they, this beer, well, basically. <laughs> correct, yes, yeah. But that that's okay, because we got a bucket out of it for the studio now. So yeah. Nice what studio doesn't need a bucket? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so okay. the 10-second car review is a the segment game. where we ask uh, you your opinion on, on certain cars, and you have 10 seconds to, to give us your opinion. And if you take longer or shorter, that's fine. But this is supposed to be rapid fire, just off the... The tip of your tongue, got reaction. Uh,
3: we, we, okay. No, you can't use your. phone. You can't use your phone to look, up, look anything. up anything. D- no,
1: no, I just want the timer. No, 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 no there's the no, there's don't, no don't strict worry. time. Okay. We'll we'll tell you. Okay, so the first car is a 1957 Chevy. Piece of junk, <laughs> but beautiful, and Excellent. it's
3: uh, in the in the convertible version. It's it's a really nice uh, car to listen to music and cruise down the PCH, but you can't really use it for much more than that. Gas guzzler. Don't buy it. Ten
4: for. <laughs> <10-4. laughs>
3: Okay. Are we going to ask, Are we gonna ask,
1: should I ask Chris's opinion as well? Chris. 57 Chevy.
2: 57 Chevy. I mean, every other car is based on 57 Chevy platform. So, I mean, it has to be good in some respect, right?
1: <laughs> yes, this is, this is clearly the case. Okay. Next car. <laughs> Mercedes-Benz AMG SL65 Black Series. If you can afford this one, this is the only
3: car you need for everything. It is the best and most vicious driver experience you can ever imagine 660 horsepower paddle shifters crazy wide and still nice and drivable and the oh. SL65 so that's the convertible uh two door two seater long hood
2: yeah, wide body yeah
1: is that convertible
3: crazy? or is it a top? I just said that yeah it's it's a, but well this version the the black series is actually a hardtop oh it is yeah the black series removable version. or mm, no. Fixed? no fixed oh wow yeah, yeah okay. super fixed but m- dynamic wing it's crazy. The, I mean, the driving experience is just out of this world. Seafloat? I, I don't know. You don't know. I, I'll trust it's him. The, the I've never, I've oh, never it's it's driven one. one. It's <laughs> like <laughs> driving in a video game. It's <laughs>
2: it
5: crazy. It's it ridiculous. has a dynamic wing. I mean, come on. That's tell you Sounds good. I'll buy it.
1: But it's still comfortable because a lot of times when cars get insane, they get uncomfortable and they get terrible. And that's right. what's. The cool I'm with this one.
2: sitting this close to you, but I don't <laughs> well, yeah. normally say yeah. anything about it. Yeah, so. yeah. but that's you're not going to buy insane. him.
3: <laughs> you're not <laughs> going to buy him, though. No, no. right. that's true. Uh, it's, Porsche like, three hundred and fifty grand. That car. Oh, I'm that's expensive. The, that's the crazy Porsche nine eleven <laughs>
1: turbo nine nine six generation.
3: Really, really awesome mod defying platform. So if you want to modify a car, that car will give you the most speed, power, bang for the buck of any car, and it shares parts with the nine nine six regular Carrera to eighty percent. Which Except may, it and,
1: doesn't have the dreaded intermediate main bearing? Is that correct? Correct, because right.
3: the engine itself right. is based on the GT1 that ran at Le Mans for years and years, and yeah. that basically is the most reliable and robust engine that you can buy from Porsche. Totally different from the yeah. naturally aspirated it, engine. It, yeah. Right.
1: And not based on the Volkswagen n- Beetle it's a four,
3: It's a four-piece block that's made for a racing, and it's, wow. it has nothing to do with the regular Carrera. So If you're scared of buying a used Porsche, get the turbo, because it will have much more durable engine which is the most important or expensive part that can fail
2: and if you want a 911 turbo this is probably the generation that'll give you the best bang for your buck right now right it does crazy i mean yeah Yeah.
3: i mean you start off with 420 horsepower and a simple tune will get it up to 480 yeah but like a
2: 993 911 turbo is going to be way more expensive now than this right yeah so one
3: of the 996s you can find for you know like 40 for a for a pretty you know you know, used one, but still in decent shape, and then 50 for a really nice one. Whereas a 993, it's it's uh, way over 100 like these Twice days. that, yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah, more than that. Yeah. It's, it's exploding. They're even up to like 400 on low oh, mileage ones. Geez. wow. <laughs> Okay. Oh, it's a Porsche okay. inflation. Yeah.
1: All right. Simca 1308, which is also known as the Chrysler Alpine.
3: At the time, it was mega, super luxurious and had power windows everywhere and, you know, nice fabric on the seats, velour or something. <laughs> now, I don't even know what this is. Did you <laughs> used to have one of these? No, the my story? uncle had one. Uh. So as He was a professional soccer player. And on the team, this uh-huh. was a car that the team had to deal with. This was way back. And and we used to go drive, and it's it has a really awesome e-brake, and you can drive it out into fields or onto you know gravel soccer, uh, soccer fields, and you can just rip the e-brake at you know sixty seventy miles an hour, and it'll make really nice long. So I did nice. that when I was twelve. That's a French <laughs> car. 12. Is that yeah. right? Simca. Yeah. French. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. soccer team? I would say if you can get your hands on one, I mean this is a tip <laughs> for Mike. I've never seen one. This is know. the perfect for Mike, car yeah. for for yeah for wheeler deal. Yeah go <laughs> to France Or go to Sweden <laughs> Lots of soul outline. Lots yeah. of
2: soul
5: I, I still need to know What soccer team
3: uh, Oddevold. Okay Spelled O-D-D-E V-O-L-D he was a does goalie. That, does that satisfy you?
1: Yeah. Is, is that the game yeah. where you kick, you <laughs> kick a ball around and it's like nothing ever happens in the whole game? Is that yeah. the game we're talking about? Yeah. And they and they could tie and then it's just over and nobody right. wins. Well, and yeah. the fans still riot, like even when nothing happens. <laughs> That's they still why riot. They're riding. Oh, That's why, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd riot too. <laughs> great, great sport. Uh, next car, Tesla Model S. Has a pretty nice
3: uh, feel to it. It's like a tune-up uh, indoor rental car. But with, with <laughs> Windows and everything, yeah. So it's like a it's like a golf cart, but you know, they designed nice it to slightly cart. nicer.
2: Zeph, <laughs> any opinions on that? I, I haven't driven a Model S yet either. So I mean, they look nice and they're fast. I know that
3: the the throttle response is remarkable at any speed because of the electric motor,
1: right? Okay. Okay. Uh, next is the Nissan three seventy Z.
3: This is a bona fide fun sports car with touring car capabilities. Um, I would say if you don't want to be, you know, a Porsche owning person, but you want to have really fun dynamics and a car that you can use every day, it's, I really, really like this car, the way it handles and it's stout. It's not, it's not like a small engine and a flimsy gearbox that you push it hard, it'll fall apart on a track day. It feels stout. You can punish it and punish it. So it's like an unpretentious front engine 911 with rear wheel drive
2: with yeah, yeah. As, as right. but I, it's really what,
1: a, what about the interior quality because at least in the 350Z the, the plastics and stuff in the interior was pretty uh,
3: I never see that when I would drive I just, he just doesn't, you know, apexes the and You're like the apexes, stick right? the you steering know, feel you don't and, care right? yeah. I didn't even know I haven't been in one with interior in a really long time <laughs> <laughs> the ones I drive don't have interior <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's the right. wrong guy to ask that question to fair, enough, right. fair enough next uh, car next car Volvo 242 legendary that thing See, i told you you're not allowed to answer this (laughs) okay so here's the thing you know and this is what i wanted to you know (laughs) i wanted i wanted to keep hearing mike when he was giving away all the cars that are because he said he could see into the future what cars that were going to be worth more money Mm -hmm. and and he kept going but then he stopped because he didn't want his wife to know about, (laughs) about the future so uh but i think that this will eventually be one of those um that will have a lot of value Fireworks! We just heard fireworks outside the studio. Mm-hmm. That's how or,
2: excited people are
4: or about the Volton 242. What do you
3: what do you call it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're a little late on Cinco de Mayo, but that's okay. Yeah, It's us it today.
1: It's it's <laughs> the Revenge of the Sith. Sith. Cinco Sith. de Mayo. Sixth. <laughs> that's
5: it. it's the it's the that was, the, the, was a terrible joke. Yeah, no, I, I need okay. a boo button over no,
2: but there. Revenge like, of the Sith. Yeah, Where's the the you suck button i mean what do you think yeah. about that car a, what do i think about you the yeah. suck 42?
0: yeah jackass i've it,
2: had like it two of them and i still have one of them and i think it's great because it's a cheap but solid and easy to modify rear-wheel drive car that can be whatever you want you could turn it into a rally car you could turn it into a cruiser a race car it doesn't matter
3: it has legendary so. road racing history that's right group a right group a yep. unfortunately it does I don't know if it has an international big merit and rally. Maybe it does, and then shame on me. Uh, but I not don't know like about World international, rally, but no. national a lot. lot yeah, course, yeah. And, you know. So big trunk. You can you can stuff a whole radio studio in the I, trunk. You can put done, four done wheels
2: and tires for it for the the Volvo inside of its own trunk, and it's just a regular you know trunk. You know, well, that's we impressive. We went. Because we went to.
3: That. I used to play in a band. And we were able to stuff all the equipment in the trunk of that ba- uh, the car, except the wow. drums went in another vehicle. But everything else, all the bass guitars and yeah. s- you know, stacks and guitar it's amplifiers, a, it's a big square box to put all your stuff in. It it's was great. not a wagon, right? That was yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean even the
2: regular sedan yeah. trunk can hold a ton of stuff. So this is a little bit longer than ten seconds, <laughs> but, but <laughs> no, it's, a pretty, nice it's a pretty, good car.
1: Good stuff. Okay, next car, Volkswagen Vanagon. What is that? It's the type, what do they call it, the type? Type 2. Type 2. But the, t, the third, t- generation. third generation. I mean,
3: I should, I should know. But uh, I wouldn't <laughs> defer to, to C-Flow here for that.
2: Uh,
1: so i, I, like, how, I like
5: how vince deferred to see floaty actually explain
1: like, the car kind of cars is, <laughs> yeah. i like I the types i don't want to say it was type two i don't know t- beautiful if looking like the, or- if you
2: like the idea of, of a vw bus but you want something that's an actual more of like a light truck more of a substantial vehicle that you won't die in in a five mile per hour <laughs> frontal impact a little more modern too. the Vanagon is is the one because it's still rear engine it's still it's still got the um you're still sitting over the front wheel so it still has that classic bus shape and and you you know the the huge cargo capacity but it's awesome more modern, handling awesome handling, safer, yeah. awesome handling yeah. yeah uh
1: okay all <laughs> right so the final car in the 10 second car review is an the batmobile
3: which generation
1: uh sorry any, i
3: needed to buy some time there but
1: i uh how about the michael keaton um 1989 uh, yeah 1989 batmobile it's based on a
2: corvette i believe or it looked like a turbine engine type thing yeah it was yeah. awesome
1: not the Tumbler. You. The modern
3: Tumbler one's kind of lame. The, the, the old one from the... <laughs> See, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of convertible cars. Yeah. And I believe most of them are convertible in some shape and form, or at least, you know, you know has a retractable roof and stuff like that. And I like that. And But, it, you know, at, at the end of the day, I'm not a big fan of cars that are, you know, like delivery vehicles. And, like, it's kind of like his work vehicle. <laughs> it's not as like, you know, when he goes to a party, it's he usually fun, pulls deal. up in, like, some fancy sports car. Well, Bruce Wayne does. So right. when he gets in the bat, that's like his work vehicle. And I, and I was never really into, <laughs> into that.
1: I thought you'd be concerned about the Joker coming after you when you're driving down the street or something.
3: I'd be more concerned about Robin riding next to me.
1: Okay, anyway. so the 10 second car review.
2: That's it for the 10 second car review. Car-
3: the Van Again had a totally different name in Europe, by the way. I know. Caravelle, I know.
1: Yeah. Microbus, Transport. Yeah, yeah, I can
3: tell you were leading towards like. U- utility vehicles, yeah you know yes it really. is yeah. definitely Towards a utility vehicle yes yeah no, it's not a sports car no. like the cable companies we didn't use to drive those and right. and you know
2: they made the awesome synchro synchro de mayo version yes <laughs> they did yeah you know, we, we featured one of those yeah. as well as the synchro
1: mm-hmm. de Mayo uh golf interestingly golf country yeah well, and that and that's the thing is that we like to take we like to take our 10 second car review just Very extremely serious. seriously yeah. just Very like serious. mm-hmm. this is important you stick to the time um <laughs> So, These are hard-hitting uh, questions. Yeah, this is, because this is a hard-hitting show. So anyway, guys, if you're still listening to the show and you want to, to call in, uh, we, we would love to have your call. 424-260-2822. Uh, once again, that number for the DT Radio Show is area code 424-260-2822. The phone lines are open. And I, I have to say, maybe people have been calling in.
2: Uh, you know who knows if this is, is all working because this is the first time we've tried this. So. Well, and it may have been
1: that we we're screening out all the callers who just aren't aren't any good. You know, those crazy <laughs> maybe people who no don't care to about cars. Call Mike
5: Brewer, that's the problem. They you don't know? want to follow him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's understandable. It's a tough act to follow.
1: Okay, so uh, in this next segment,
5: we're wait, going wait. To... I think we have a call. Do we? Oh wait, no, we don't. Oh. <laughs> oh, we got all excited. <laughs> <laughs> ben is, listeners riled ben up. Ben is mean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, producer Ben. We're going to have at it later. Okay, so this next, we're going to play a little game, and this game is called Best Car for. Blank. There, can, can we get a sound effect there, producer Ben? <laughs> Any sound effect. Just pick one. It doesn't matter. At this point in time, it really doesn't matter. We're You're an hour ugly. and 42 You're minutes.
0: ugly, and your mother ugly, and your sister ugly. You're just plain old ugly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, so what we do is we take turns deciding the best car for a particular activity. Okay, so I'm going to give you the activity and you then um justify your car and your answer okay justify so justify your existence right also right mm-hmm. that that helps <laughs> um so the first one is the best car for driving in an f1 race carl
3: you're up mercedes FW. F-W. Okay.
1: Oh, 7 i know Vince, <laughs> come on really that's well i i this is this is the this is the best car is, for is this i mean do you even next, need to justify uh, an answer on that one modern F one? Like
2: any F one race. And
3: I would justify that because I like to be at the front and I like to win. <laughs> right.
2: So I would choose the nineteen fifty five Lancia D fifty. Yeah,
5: of course you would. Ooh. <laughs> For the
2: sound. For the sound That's and great. the look and the Italianness of it and, and the fuel tanks right next to you between the front and rear tires on either side. It had like saddlebag fuel tanks. And it's got this crazy V eight and it and Dion rear suspension as well. There. Um it's my favorite vintage racing car. So even if I had to, to w- drive against the modern cars, I would still try
1: that. Producer Ben, you got it, you have an opinion on this one?
5: No, I mean I, I think the Carl hit the nail on the head. I mean, if you want to win, you're driving uh, in a Mercedes. Yeah. I mean, that's been 1-0, 1-0, in the last 1-0. 2 years.
1: So so my my pick is the um the pace car. I want to ride around in that mm. Mercedes. Oh. Oh, wagon, wagon. GT, the AMG GT. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, the, oh. that's the
3: follow. Like that's the uh,
1: that's
2: mean, the rescue. You mean the safety
3: car.
1: Whatever. It's, it's, it's one of the cars that's on track that's not racing. The safety car. Yeah, mean the, the, the safety car. Do you car. want the
3: wagon or do you want the
1: the cool? Actually, coupe? I want. The, I want the coupe. The cool that's because the, the AMG mostly because yeah. that's a car that I could actually drive. Like if I got in a Formula One car, I would die in the you would first have no corner. No clue okay? what to do really? in it. No, right? no, I would like someone would tell me, and I would I would press some buttons, and it would take off, and then I would die in the first corner because I would no idea where to brake. Right,
5: Vince. This is for you. This is for you. You are an idiot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you,
1: Richard Ben. So I drive the pace car. Okay. I want. Okay. So a pace car.
3: So you just said sure. on a Formula One track, not on a Formula One race. That's or in the I race. Said. You uh, know uh, the fact that okay. you okay. they, they you, drive during the yeah, race. You go. Vince, the Semantics. fact that
5: you, you said a pace car for a Formula <laughs> <laughs> on a Formula One <laughs> track is no means pace. you can. There is again. no pace car. again. You can never make fun of Chris for liking Volvos ever again. By the way. Ah, boo. That was my favorite subject. Okay. Next one. Best car forward. We're still doing the best car for for sure. Okay.
1: This Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is the best car for driving across America. Me, me first. No, Carl. Carl, that's Carl easy. First. Oh,
5: yeah. I yeah. guess. Go first. Me. That's, go easy, go first. that's easy. Well, go ahead, hey Carl. Go ahead. I'm going to be judgy. So go
3: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> a, an Aston Martin DB5. Oh.
2: That's, that's a good. nice vintage <laughs> GT. Yeah, that's,
5: that's good. good. That's good. Go ahead, C Flow.
3: I'm going to say
2: a Cadillac Eldorado
5: again. Nice. Pretty. Neat. But th- the real answer would be like a 1964 Corvette or something like that.
2: Why why is that the real answer?
5: Because with the top-down, cruising across America, there is no cooler car. Period. I wouldn't want the top-down. You're
1: going to get sunburned, yeah. dude. And like this
5: blue people. You white people I are going to get sunburned. I'm not getting sunburned. I, get getting <laughs> sunburned. I, I know okay. what he's <laughs>
3: getting at, but you're, I think you're thinking about there's, like a 65 Ford com, you know, Mustang convertible.
5: Or something like that, yeah.
3: You okay. know. But there's no one out there the to see you the poster the of Nevada. You're, you're see no?
2: You see uh, you. Do you have a mirror? I don't know. Yeah. Picture. Selfie <laughs>
3: stick.
2: Vince,
1: what do you think? I'm going to go with a rental car.
5: Okay, Vince, this just is like any,
1: any rental, rental car. Car. car, just a rental car. Just I'll I'll rent a car and I'll just because there's no pace car, so okay. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah. you have to drive at the speed limit, and so I'll just I'll take a rental car. I mean, <laughs> none of us mentioned a vehicle out of uh,
3: Gumball. All
1: right, Vince, you ready? Mm, the, yeah, we didn't or say or like, the
3: original Cannibal Run or something. Alright,
1: uh, Bandit. Actually, I would have liked the night vision <laughs> equipped a car that Jackie Chan drove in the um, uh, Cannibal movie from the '70s. That was pretty awesome. Okay. Okay, so Great next question. one, best car for taking a drive. Down Mulholland Drive, Carl. Nine eleven turbo. What generation? (laughs) Nine nine three and later. Oh, that's that would be a good. I've done it. You've done it. Okay, that's
3: yeah. (laughs) 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 I would never (laughs) trade that for anything else.
2: Um, Honda S two thousand. I don't know. No, that's a cute. That's a cute
4: car. car. (laughs) What color? I'm thinking of something
2: I <laughs> I could actually afford. So I'm not choosing a Porsche 911 Turbo. But
3: They're not that expensive.
2: Yeah. But, you know. Sure. We don't make any okay. money during this radio show. <laughs> <laughs> well, all, all the collars Anyway. Yes. Call in, <laughs> make some donations. Am to I it. answering
3: too expensive car show? No no, like, no, no, this Twenty thousand no, dollars. Let's
2: go twenty thousand. You say your answer. I say my answer. No. That's fine.
1: No and, no, and that's right that in the best car for show, there's no, uh, there's no limit. There's no limits. There's no limit. And producer Ben, you have an opinion over there.
5: Actually, I, I would ride a motorcycle. I'd take a Ducati.
1: Do you even know how to ride a motorcycle?
5: Really? Of course, I know how to ride a motorcycle.
1: That's, that's sweet. That's, that's good. That's <laughs> nice.
5: What's your answer? My answer is wait, I. Would, wait, wait, hold on, Vince. This is for you. I don't even need to hear your answer.
1: So who's the idiot now?
4: <laughs> you suck.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, jackass. Go ahead, Vince. I do like a, like a like a 50s Thunderbird, like the original first generation T-bird. Have mm-hmm. you been to Maholland Drive anytime lately? I know exactly. No, exactly. You, you don't
0: that,
3: No, I mean, I am just giving that, you some advice. I don't want to but you here's know, rain on is your parade. or anything. You, I mean, you
1: want a car that's fun to drive and fast aren't the same thing. And like a like for instance, if you took a Corvette Z06 out there, mm-hmm. right? And I've driven a ZR1, the, the new one, C7R edition, uh, Z06. And like I wouldn't want to take that to Mulholland Drive because in order to get anywhere near the limit of, of adhesion, you're, you're breaking you're 60 different speed limits and you come around the corner and you're going to kill yourself. Mm. But like an old Corvette or an old Thunderbird or something from the 60s- You'll you, just be scared the entire time. Right. You'll be terrified, you'll but be going it, going you'll be much going slower. like 25, 30 <S laughs> miles an yeah. hour and i'm not gonna say the roadmaster because the roadmaster wouldn't be fun on that road it would just be like okay i'm just driving this car with these bald you know summer tires on it but Mm -hmm. if you had something that had a little bit of a sort of a sporty feel to it sporty look to it and even if it was vintage and slow you could still have fun i was gonna say volvo
3: 240 but what about the steering (laughs) what about the steering rack would it be you know the gear or the old
1: it would be the the reduction the what, what do you call it Worm and roller, sack or the Coleman had a good thing Coleman had a good with all
2: the play, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, that's mahol and Drive. Um, next awesome. one, best car for a few laps on the Nurburgring.
3: Oh, you know, I could, so I know some cars that are really awesome there, but I would like to take a factory five GTM to the Nurburgring <laughs> oh, and see what it can do. Good. That's yeah. what I want to do. That yeah, car is that. epic. I never knew. I always seen it. I knew about this car, but when you get in it. It's 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 awesome. It looks like an original GT40 a little bit. It, it has that it their, resembles that style. Yeah. So would you see the new four GTS, of course we we look at yeah. that. We look at the era they do, and we try to replicate some of it. And we're trying to get something. Sure. Giant diffuser. It's, it's the prototype yeah. development group, so we're developing it's it all the time. Nice. That would. Be, but yeah, yeah, I would love would to good. run that at the rain. That would be super
1: awesome. Plus, it's like American. Or sorry, is it Canadian? Factory no, Five saying, is yeah. American. Yeah. American, yeah. and it would be like a like a good like you know. Showing, showing those guys in Europe. Who's you know, boss? You know, I mean, <laughs> that's right. on their own track. Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> I mean, just an updated,
3: rude, revamped actually. one that would battle like on the Corvette parts versus yeah, you know against the Fords. Right. That would be pretty
1: sweet. Yeah, That'd be sweet.
5: Chris, uh,
3: best car for taking a few laps around the
2: Nürburgring? Mm-hmm. Um, any rental car? Oh, <laughs> that's my oh. answer. Because so that's, that's good it. point. See if you crash it. Because that's what I did that's how i drove it and there's all these stories about oh don't take your rental car on on the nurburgring they have spies and they're mm-hmm. gonna tell you know they're gonna seize the car and throw you in jail uh no that's not true they didn't do it
1: well for legal purposes i'd like to say we don't know for sure that's not true okay. well <laughs> like if you crash for,
2: it you're, you're yeah, pretty yeah, done. For, yeah, yeah yeah don't crash it mm. for sure uh, but i had a an opal um Omega I think it was. There you go. Uh or
3: no, it three, wasn't liter, Omega. 3 liter. 3 uh, liter It was whatever.
2: They, they no, it was front, it was front wheel drive. Oh, turbo 2 I'm 4 sorry, cylinder 6 speed manual. Uh, they sell it here as the Buick Regal now. So that's like but, Vectra or something. Or? No, it's not the Vectra. Uh, no, wait. I can't remember. Oh, Insignia. Uh, Astra, it's Insignia. Oh uh-huh. uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. It doesn't look like a fun sporty car, but it was it was decent and it was great on the autobahn too, and it was fuel efficient and all that. But it was a rental car, whatever.
1: It does the job. Yeah. Uh, Producer Ben, do you know do you know what the Nurburgring is? <laughs> yes, I do. Ben. <laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> do you have an opinion? Like a... I could.
5: I would actually. You know what, my buddy uh, Tim, he's got a Shelby, and I'd I would just love to take that out there, just to see. Like a like
1: an original Cobra, a Cobra.
5: Yeah. Be, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. So I die.
1: I've, that'd be a great way. To, so I've also <laughs> taken um a, a f, uh, rental cars on the ring. Yeah, it was a Ford Focus diesel I took on the ring. Yeah, there time. you go. In the ring. perfect. It yeah. You that didn't, day.
3: You never had to stop for fuel. Right. I didn't have you to you brake either. Just keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. um,
1: <laughs> but I actually I drove it, and then um the guy who I was with drove it, and he was not a guy who had any experience on any kind of tracks at all, and mm-hmm. and and I had I had a little bit of experience, and he hadn't, and I thought I was gonna die when he drove because it was raining and um, so I would not take the Ford Focus on the on the ring again. What I would take is a, um, and I have driven one of these. I'd take the an, uh, an SLR McLaren. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Because it's Power. a car. So, <laughs> so And I actually, I drove one on the Power. street, and um, uh, I, it's, drove my, it I drove has my an, kids basically it. an
3: airplane engine. Yeah. <laughs> well, V12. Giant V12. Nuts. No, it sounds like an airplane. You basically can just fly over some sections.
1: Uh, no, no. So I'm talking about the old SLR McLaren. I'm talking about the one from like 2004 that had the V8, the supercharged. Oh. Oh. I thought that so. had a V12. I'm pretty sure
2: it was a VA. No, I'm you're, sure you're right. No, I'm, okay. I'm, I was. Anyway, wait, I was thinking
1: about the Mercedes. Bi- the yes. SL, the Mercedes yes. SLR. not the Mercedes SLR, but the SLR McLaren, because it was built there by McLaren. Right, it's a carbon Mercedes fiber engine body. Yeah. it's got like you know, it's a bottom hinge brake pedal that like you press on, and on the street it's just like it's stupid because it has all this pedal effort and throw, and you get this carbon fiber brakes, and everything feels like. It's not happy driving through a parking lot and going to Burger yeah. King. It's it doesn't just, want to go slow. No, right? and it's just like why it's are you driving the,
2: right the street? It's not the right car for Burger King. Yeah. Right, but, but on the Burger, Ring? King, no Burger King Actually, <laughs> I want to change my 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 answer because yeah. oh. my M5 feels that same way. Yes, it's like you drive it around on the street or you know E34 M5 with the six cylinder and. It, you it to
3: wind that wheel
2: yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well and you have to wind the engine up to you know between 4000 and 7000 rpm and then it really makes power <laughs> would, but you, it, sure. would you go full lock to get through the carousel it's not bad. It it no, it's half <laughs> an hour it's really not that bad i took it mm. on streets of willow well was, i mean
3: everything is, you it know was, was compared
2: to yeah but for a big <laughs> heavy old car it was actually pretty good it, yeah so okay no, yep i'll check so, my answer <laughs> i like that that's good you can probably rent it still no but i have one so i don't need to rent it I just have to get it to Germany. That's the problem. No problem. Take the <laughs> bridge. Yeah.
1: You drive there. <laughs> Peking Dakar the Rally. Okay. Uh next on Best Car 4. The next car is the Best Car 4 an Arctic Adventure.
3: Do you know the answer? Yes. What? The uh the uh, the Mercedes G6x6.
1: Oh. Whoa. That thing
2: is. Sweet. Oh, have you yeah. seen that thing? Yes. 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 That looks like some crazy concept car but yep, it's but a, it's
3: real. It's a production yep, car. Yep. You it. can buy one from the just dealer? Be, just because well, yeah. well you can't. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Let's say you had a big, what if big I sold my house? bag of money, <laughs>
3: right. you know, and then you walked to you would have to go to the dealer that has it. And they only made a oh. few they hundred of them something like something that. Like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's it's real. Okay? Yeah. Uh Toyota Tacoma or Land Cruiser with those ginormous tires from like a tractor or something. Yeah there's a company in Iceland that builds them I think they use Tacomas and Land Cruisers and the tires are like as big as the truck we should do this (laughs) come on so if you
1: go if
3: If there's like like if anyone's listening investor that wants to put on a good show
1: yeah no this would be a fantastic show
3: we'll just sit and banter like this on the radio the whole time they run like
2: 3 PSI in the tires and uh, uh, you know that's 0.5 bar no 0.2 bar it's like formula drift yeah yeah (laughs) um (laughs) and I'm not uh you know if there's any chasms or or like giant ice caves with like wampas in a them yeti. or whatever yeti's then right. you can just kind of bash over them and it doesn't matter uh because the tires are so huge so
1: what what is the swedish word for like an abominable snowman or a yeti is there like a is there a word or a i name don't know if that? they exist they, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not the <laughs> because question. like because like That's like, 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 I mean, like that there's that like would, do you know what <laughs> el el chupacabra Right, but that's you not know, a that yeti. Is, that's, some, that's no, different. no. But it's a, it's a similar kind of thing where it's a, it's a construct. It's something that is a sort of a rumor, a legend, and a folk,
2: a folklorical, right? But creature. it's like a
1: superhuman creature being yeah, thing. There's got to right. be something in Sweden that you're going to have to think about that, while I'm, while I'm giving my answer mm-hmm. on the Arctic challenge, <laughs> because I want to go. there. <laughs> oh, producer Ben, do you have an opinion on this? Not that we care. Yeah, yeah. Unimog. A Unimog. That's, oh. that's a good mer- answer. That's another Mercedes. Benz. So wow, yeah. that was a surprisingly good answer from our producer <laughs> Ben here. <laughs> So my answer is a is a Baja Bug, a Volkswagen yeah. Beetle okay. oh. with some pimped out power, huge wheels. Just what what in fact what Dan Guylas, one of our uh, our previous contestants on the radio show, was talking about. Why, why would you
5: want to be broken down in the snow, Vince? <laughs> because <laughs> right. because what, what do you, you want could air actually, cooled in that temperature.
1: <laughs> yeah. be, because you could roll it over and you could float home.
5: <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, that's why. Roll it and over up. and it's a boat. It's a boat. Right, very good then. Except they up. are pretty watertight. <laughs> pretty watertight. <laughs> okay, so oh. the next yeah. the next one is a um, this is a good this is a twist okay okay so an easy rider motorcycle adventure okay but here's the twist not only do you have to pick a motorcycle that you're going to take but you have to pick the person you're going to go with and it's not a woman it has to be a man one bike two men go <laughs> pick the man it can be like a celebrity it can be your friend it's whatever you want wait, carl wait, you got go. bi- one bike one two bike men? Two, two men two dudes on, two one, dudes bike. on one bike <laughs> And you gotta pick the bike uh,
5: like the Templars, like the uh, And you gotta pick the dude. Horse. Okay, good.
1: And you and you just gotta you just gotta go with it.
3: Oh, you gotta you gotta give me. A, I mean, what's my instincts here? I don't have any. I, I've this never thought instinct? about that. I this never thought like, about you, you that. Can, Donald, can, Trump. <laughs> Donald, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald and Trump. I don't him. like him. I don't this. like I don't like him.
2: No, no, but that's a good answer. I'd take C-flow. Richard Hammond because he's so small. I probably wouldn't even notice him, and he'd be entertaining too. I mean, I From Top Gear, Richard Hammond. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and maybe like a a Norton Commando. A good British bike that's oh. going to break down, so I don't have to be on the bike with the guy that much because it's going to be broken down.
1: Yeah, and now we, when it's really cold outside When you are broken down, there's like you know there will be, be commando on a commando. It'll be it's the body heat, you know, yeah. right. each exactly. other warm. That's important. Producer yeah. Ben, do you have? A, <laughs> <laughs> if you say if you say you pick me on your bike, I'm do, I'm just going to get up and leave right now. I'm going to be we're done it's setting not him not up not for it. it
5: took. I mean, I, I could have done that like two hours ago, Ben.
2: Literally, we've <laughs> we been talking for two yeah. hours.
5: We have. Uh, the, the bike would be a BMW just because if you're gonna, you know, yeah. if you're gonna go on a long road trip, it's got to be a BMW. That's bike. That's a good answer. I and um, I don't know. It wouldn't be you. It wouldn't be anybody. <laughs> I mean, God.
1: you have to pick another guy. If
5: I have to pick another guy,
1: <laughs> just gonna say Andre the Giant. Yeah. <laughs>
5: um, it'd probably be Dr. Yiddel, the guy that helped me build the studio, because I could de- I could put up with him. You know, he's he's pretty easy to deal with.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sweet. All right. Good. Um. Time for the final lap. I don't even get to answer this one. No, it's not it's time for the thing. final lap. Nope. I, think, I, it's I, heard the, not. I heard the bass it's slap in there. It's not. There's music coming on. I don't know where it's coming from.
0: Won't stop.
5: Go ahead, Vince. Okay. So, um, so my,
1: my choice, <laughs> and and you know, uh, for the motorcycle, two men, one motorcycle is going to be. I'm going to pick like a Vespa, like a scooter or something that doesn't actually have real controls, but one of those bigger ones, like the biggest scooter style motorcycle you can get. Yeah. And I'm going to pick my... Little eight-year-old son Alexander. Oh, okay. well, that's smart. On oh, my, country trip. You said on another on, man. man. That that man. yeah. You said you can't you you can't take exactly. another kid. He's a little man. He's a boy.
3: A no. And we'll no, have such a good time on a cross-country trip. Sorry, you got to pick another one. You're disqualified. This is this is the equivalent of like you know oh I'm gonna pull the restrictor plate out of my car.
1: Yeah, exactly. tires.
3: I'm glad Carl's here to give you a hard time too,
2: because now it's two against one. Well, I'm just I'm just following the rules.
1: Those yeah. are all the rules. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I think terrible. it's time for our final lap on and
2: the Radio. I don't think we're going to do a final lap. We're just going to yeah, talk over. about <laughs> stuff. We're, we're way over? We're just going to end yeah. the show. So say what you're going to say. Just do it.
1: Okay, um, so no final lap today, Um. but I want to thank um, everyone who's been a part of this epically long show today. Uh, first and foremost, um, Carl. Uh, you thank can you. can follow Carl on carlridequist.com, and you can... He also has a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I don't know. This music keeps coming in and out here. Um, we'll also like to thank um, Senator Ted Gaines and for Mike Brewer. being on it. Yep, Mike Brewer for calling us on the radio. I'd like to thank my co-host, C-Flow, and producer Ben. Keep on wrenching.
0: You've been listening to Daily Turismo Radio. You can follow the show on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Daily Turismo and on Twitter at Daily Turismo. Use the hashtag DT Radio.